are listening to the Heavy Metal Hangover, where the beer is always cold and the music is always heavy. With your hosts wearing jeans and leather, not Cracker Jack clothes, Rex and Duff. Welcome to another episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover. My name is Duff. My name is Rex, and I'm already buying stuff. And <laughs> Rex is going to be, I'm telling you right now, Rex is going to be schlitzed this entire night. Which, you know what, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to him getting completely plastered. So that he's just sitting over there like, ah, 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 and I can just take over and go off on, you know, old school catchphrases and talk about boobies. Like, that. that's just, I'm looking forward to it. Um, that is that is entirely my game plan and the only thing I care to do um, tonight. But, but you know, dude, I, you, know, I, I you know, like, what am I buying? Like, what am I buying, you ask? Because it's something you bought, too. Porn? No. Oh. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I don't pay for that. Come on now. No, dude. They, dude. So I, I don't know. Like, I, we're not endorsed by this company at all. Um, you know, we're not getting any kickbacks. But if they do want to send me free stuff, I'll take it. Um, anyways, couple. I want to say, man, it was what a year ago or something like that. We we ordered Airheads T-shirts because this company called Creep O Rama made Airheads T-shirts. Um. So of course they're awesome. By yeah, the way, of course Rex and Duff were on that like white on rice. Um, oh so yeah, we, no, seriously. We, we, by, by the way, hold on. Before we even get into the new one we're buying, yeah, can we just talk about the ones that we bought before? Dude, they were awesome. And they both. Well, hang on, I, I, I just want to okay, frame this up by saying, dude, they're re they're re released them. They're reprinting them. So, so of like they released a new one, and that's what we're buying. The whole that's what I'm buying, and that's what you bought. But the original ones, go ahead, man. Like, just, like I have them up right now, but they're awesome. So like I was actually wearing mine today. So I wore one, mine yesterday. <laughs> one of them is more of just like a normal. It's it's like a normal Airhead shirt. Like it's it's like a collage. Really cool. What's that? It's like a collage. It's got Lemmy on it. Yeah, like so. What they but the the, the really cool one that I really like is they do the Appetite for Destruction album cover, but they have Lemmy on it and they have the guys in Lone Rangers. And it says and Lemmy is God around Lemmy's head. And the entire, the other shirt is more just like a collage, but this one specific specifically is cool because it's an entire t-shirt of Easter eggs. Yep. Um, let me see if I can, including the back, the back oh, yeah. has a oh, gigantic uh Easter egg, but it's not even from the that movie. Yeah, the the back is the coolest part. Uh, let me see if I can find. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find a picture of it online yeah. so I can remind. I sent you. I right. sent it to you. Okay, so I've got. Okay, hold on. That's like some of the Easter eggs thing. are like long, uh, long live power slop. Um, yeah. Okay, so the front of it, the front of it has, let's see, um, KPBX, which is Rebel Radio. It's got the tape on it. Um, it's got it's a picture of a dolphin oh. saying "watertight." <laughs> Yeah, watertight. Watertight. You've got um, uh, Pip was here. I'm trying to. Uh, it, I'm trying to scroll it. Hold on. Oh, Born to Race. Hell, dude. There's so much crazy stuff on here. Beavis and like, Butthead are on it. Beavis and Butthead are on it. You've got at one point in time there is um a uh like the number that Pip used on his um his his pin like his secret code is on here. Um, Please don't look. Oh, the, 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 the dolphin's <laughs> butt is on here or something. I'm trying to look at it um, without, and I'm trying to look at a picture. 
But the absolute best part about this is the back of the t-shirt has like a skeleton version of Chaz and it's the Lone Rangers We Want the Airwaves tour, which if you remember, We Want the Airwaves um, is in the movie as well. Yeah, it's a Ramon um, song. The Ramon song. Uh, <laughs> the time, I have, I, Sons I, of Thunder Sucks is on there. Um, and uh, Which, by the way, we'll come back to that one. Milo that, equals half a butt puppet. The absolute best part about this show, about this shirt is on the back, it is the Lone Rangers We Want the Airwaves tour, and the opening band is Crucial Taunt. That is the best. Absolutely. And and let me let me be very clear. And 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 you know, Rex is gonna completely be on the same page as me with this one. Uh, um <laughs> Uh, he's going to be completely on the same page as me with this one. Quite literally, I have said for the last pushing 30, it's not quite because they're not that old, but pushing 30 years, it, I could comfortably say 25 years at least. My, my I don't know. Team, it might be 30 at this point. Well, Airheads I think was like 94, but it, it doesn't matter. The, the point I'm getting at is I have said for the last at least 25 years that my two favorite movies are Wayne's World and Airheads. Airheads being my number one, Wayne's World being my number two. But I, I, I absolutely, and I know you do too, but I just mean personally, like, I actually, I got you into Airheads, you got me into Wayne's World, if mm -hmm. you want to remember how that worked. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, no, I was really, like, I got into Airheads, uh, uh, Rex got into got into Wayne's World, and then uh, we when, when we became friends, like, we made each other, <laughs> we, we watched the two together. Um, but anyway, yeah, literally, Airheads has been my favorite movie pretty much since the first time I saw it. And the and and in a Wayne's World, of course. I mean, we're huge fans. I mean, God, we we quote Airheads all the time. I am so happy that that Brendan Fraser got you know played a fat dude and won stuff because now people actually know that that movie exists. It, it drives me nuts. But they, they are legitimately my two favorite movies. I mean, if you asked me any time in the last million years. Seriously, that's 25 years. What's your favorite movie? Uh, Airheads. It's my answer. And I always tell people, I'm like, I I'm aware. I, I don't think it's the greatest movie ever made. It wouldn't even make the top million, but it's my favorite. A heavy metal band takes a radio station hostage to get their song played on the air. You couldn't describe a movie that was more suited for me at that time of my life. I mean, we started doing the radio really young. I was really into metal. Like, all of it. Has an amazing cast. I, I know the movie was a complete flop. I know that. But it, it just really was. It was that movie for me. And, and, and the fact that there's so many cool Easter eggs in it. And, you know, I was in Las Vegas a couple of weeks ago, and I was wearing my Airheads t-shirt. Dude, there was this group of, like, four, I'm going to say, like, you know, 40-ish. You know, the drunken moms that are all like, we're going to go out to Vegas together and get all schlitzed. Like those ones, you know what I mean? The ones that are like, you know, they're 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 not totally loose, but they want it. You know what I mean? Like the, the ones that want to be like like the ones that are like the, the ones that are out there going. They really, really, really want to do something and not tell their husband, but they they you know what I mean? Like they're right on that edge, like those kind. 
And I swear to God, the one she walks up to me, she's like, oh my God, that is the greatest movie of all time. And she was like, dude, it's about like five minutes talking to this woman about like how she loves Aaron. And her friends are like literally dragging her away, literally grabbed her. Like, we got to go. And they're like pulling her away. And Duff's like, no, 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 I'll take care of her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I looked right at her. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, look, 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 lady, there's two things in front of me that I care about. Can we just be clear about that? Um, <laughs> Seriously though, like, like I gotta tell you, and, and you'll, you'll you'll jump in. Like, don't let me don't let me just talk about this about myself. But I actually have like deep, like legit sentimental attachment to that to that movie. Like, well, I don't just find it funny. Like, there's plenty of movies I find funny, but there are some that I have a serious. Well, and Days to Confuse is another one that I have serious, like, sentimental attachment to. So I will say this, okay? You know, you're right. Yes, I do too. I will say the thing that really does it for me about Airheads is I always tell people, if you want to know what it was like to hang out with Rex and Duff in our 20s when we were in our band, watch this movie. Because this was pretty much... I even worked in a toy store. <laughs> like, you literally got a job at a toy store because you're like, Rex got a job at a... Well, let's be fair. You got a job at a movie store because of Randy and Scream. Yeah. And then I, you're like, well, I got to get a job at a toy store because of Rex. And then I worked at Marvel Comics. So... <laughs> Dude, I can't tell you how many times. Like, it, it, what what I, what I love about that movie, though, is the way you and I, and we've done it on the show for a million years. You and I have in we we in like that movie has become part of our regular vernacular. I mean, Wayne's World too, and we 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 say this about other movies, Daisy and Fuse certainly. But like, I'll walk into a room and be like, oh, Incredible Crash Dummies, like <laughs> just do it. Or like, how many times have we, you know, have we said something like? You know, uh, do you think Tommy Lee stayed around and waited for the bus? No. <laughs> he, he hustled. hustled. That's why he got to live in the hills and pork Heather Locklear. Like, yeah. I actually use that as an example for people to, like, be motivated. Like, I do it all the time. Oh, my incredible crash, Tommy. No, I always say... <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember what I... I will half a butt puppet is something we both always say. You look like half a butt puppet. <laughs> Anytime somebody dresses up around me, I always say, you got your stylish little Hagar slacks, or you got your Hagar slacks, and your stylish little pony nub. But it ain't but even, even real. real. Dude, I, I, listen up, Guffy's like, I love I, know, Holly, Hollywood Boulevard trash. I literally have a shark on my microphone stand because of that movie. He, like, it, Ian the shark has a, has a shark on his, like, boom stand in the movie. I have a shark. Have, I have a shark, almost the identical one, on my mic stand when I do this podcast because of that movie. I, uh, God, it, it is crazy to me, seriously. And it, 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 screw it. I don't care what else we were going to talk about. Let's just talk about airheads. It's awesome. <laughs> like, well, I mean, how? First of all, first of all, let 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 let's back up. We have talked before about movies with heavy metal soundtracks. That's cool, but. Airheads now now okay I will admit there's a bit of Hollywood stupidity in the way they portray metalheads and I mean let's be fair it's a little bit of stupidity um you know with Pip being a moron um oh come on dude and the fact he just... gets his hands on more bumper than a body shop we both oh, know dude, that, that would never happen oh, dude I can't tell you how many times you know, like a, a, a serious piece of tail has walked past me, and I've been like, "Whoa, serious bumper!" Like, dude, you used the term bumper, bumper today. <laughs> I literally, yeah, I did, dude. I don't even think about it. I will literally say something like "serious bumper." Ooh, serious I, bumper. Like, oh, I've said you're about way, as funky as a corpse out there. 
like, and, and dude, I, I, so, um, I, I actually really liked the, the TV show, The West Wing. And don't take don't take that for anything more than I just really liked the show, and I really really liked the the Jimmy Smith seasons. Because actually, can we just come out and tell everybody that Rex and Duff both have man crushes on Jimmy Smith? Dude, Jimmy Smith is the coolest dude on the freaking planet. I don't. No, care. we have we have we have total man crushes on Jimmy Smith. Why? Because his real name is Jimmy Smith, and that alone makes him awesome, right? It's like Jimmy Smith's, and and well, because first of all, you got Jimmy Smith's and um, Sipowitz, who are like. All that is man put together, right? Dude, Jimmy Smits and Sip, like, it, when when those two got together on NYPD Blue, like, your TV almost exploded as soon as they both showed up in the credits. Like, it's like, I can't handle it. Your TV's like, I can't handle it. I can't. Like, dude, Jimmy, like, I, I have literally, like, I don't even know. Like, yeah, totally. Jimmy Smits is, like, one of my favorite people on the planet. And, you know, it's funny. The prequel Star Wars trilogy sucks unless he's there. Like anytime Jimmy Smith is on screen, I'm paying attention. Well, dude, it, and, and actually, I am not. I am. I still tell myself to this day that when he said he was leaving for Alderaan, he stopped at a whorehouse and was just like, didn't make it there. You know what I mean? That the whole he doesn't time need he, to go to one of those. He just snaps his fingers. Well, okay. <laughs> he just he just stops and says, "I'm Jimmy Smith," and suddenly women surround him. <laughs> Like if it was Star Trek, he would have just gone to Rise and hung out there for a while. You know? He just he just he's like Q. He goes like this, and suddenly women appear. Yeah, he just showed. It was probably a key party. Let's be fair. That was Jimmy Smith. Yeah, but they Jimmy all Smith. put their keys in his bowl. Oh yeah. Oh oh god. Yeah, it would have been an. Entire... There was only one bowl, and that bowl belonged dude, every, to Jimmy Smiths. Every dude in the room is trying to get with Jimmy Smith. Like it's crazy, <laughs> right? But um, so anyway, I don't know, man. Like. Oh, God, Airheads is just, I mean, it, damn it, it's that movie, man. It is that movie for me. I know it, I know it's certainly it, 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 that movie, if not at least one of that movies for you. Yeah, um, you know, I, Airheads is probably top three. I mean, like, if you're talking comedies, it's number one. It's, it's funny because... And I don't even think it's the funniest movie ever made, by the way. No, I don't. I, I think I think it's one of those movies, like, you're right. And, you know, it days, like, there's, there's a handful of movies you and I, like... Um, that, that I, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for you, but there's a handful of movies, um, whenever I'm doing something mundane, like if I'm working on my guitar, like I need to restring my Floyd Rose and God knows that's a pain. Um, I want, I'm folding like a giant pile of laundry, something dumb. Um, I always want to watch, like, especially when I'm restringing my guitar, I always want to watch a music movie, not like a live concert all the time, but like a music movie, something I've seen a thousand times. Well, like, like what? Like what? Come on. Give me some like airheads. Like I'm saying, like, so I'm saying like, right. so I always put on something like airheads. So it's because like when I'm restringing my guitar, I actually need to pay attention because, you know, you have to tune it and you have to tighten things and, and all that other stuff. But you, you, at the same time, I, I want the noise. Like I don't want quiet. I, I can't stand quiet. Um, so I put on something like Airheads, you know, like Airheads, Wayne's World, Wayne's World 2, Detroit Rock City, uh, Daisy Confused, like one of those movies that I could literally repeat from front to back. So if I stop paying attention for a minute, I don't look, I, I can look up and immediately still know what's happening. But not only that, so I also don't start watching the movie and forget that I'm restringing my guitar. So it's like five hours later and I've got my low E on, you know, like that. that's the kind of thing I'm, I'm talking about. So but Airheads is one of those immediate go-tos. As a matter of fact, I think the last four or five times I restrung my guitar, that's the movie I was watching. Um, it's just one of those movies, you know, like, um, and, and like, you know, like we've said it a thousand times already, like it's, 
I don't even know how to describe it. It's, and like you said, it's got everything in it. Like they did a really good job. And the funny thing I always like to bring up is there's two Ghostbusters in the movie. <laughs> well, well, and and what I, another thing I love about the movie is the three different Lemmy references. Yep. Well, wow, four. Like like Lemmy is responsible for four different parts of that movie. Yep. Right. First of all, the movie starts off with Born to Raise Hell, which is Lemmy, Ice T, and Whitfield Crane, the leads who I named my dog after. If anybody who's new to the show, my dog's name is Whit Whitfield, named after Whitfield Crane of the band Ugly Kid Joe, because they're one of the greatest bands of all time. But anyway, let's move on. And Ice T is cool too, by the way. No, dude, Ice T is awesome. I don't listen I, to his rap, but body count rules. Like, like, dude, I am admittedly not a body count fan. I'm not, but it's not because I, it's, it's for no reason I'm just really not a fan. But I could probably, there's probably plenty of body count I would like. And Ice-T is awesome. And, um, it, he, really, he really, he really is. But, dude, so you've got, you've got the, 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 the Lemmy, Whitfield Crane, and, uh, and Ice-T Born to Race Hell, which, by the way, dude, is one of my f- I, 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 I hate saying that. That's my favorite Motorhead song because it's clearly not. But, dude, when I, I, I don't know what, dude, honest question. Like, I know when most people think of, of Motorhead, they probably go Ace of Spades. Honestly, when I think of Lemmy, I go Born to Raise Hell. Well, I, I, do, mean, I really do. I mean, I know that sounds weird, but I do. I bought Bastards on vinyl because of that song. Uh, I know it's not the version that's in Airheads. The version that's in Airheads has Ice-T and Whitfield Crane. The version on Bastards is just Lemmy. Uh, but I needed it on vinyl, and the Airhead soundtrack thus far has not been released on vinyl. But yeah, I well, I tell you, I have my the like I, I usually try and buy a patch for uh, you know a lot of the things that I like when I put on my battle vest, and I have two Motorhead patch. Oh, I have three Motorhead patches, but two specific Lemmy patches. The first is it's a patch that says Lemmy is God. That's on my battle vest. And the other batch patch actually says, let me kill Meister, born to raise hell. And that's for my next battle vest. So, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, yeah, I love that song. Um, it, it's a great song. And going back to what you were saying before, there's the born to raise hell. There's who'd win in the less room. I can't speak tonight. I'm, by the way, I'm drinking Everclear just so in case anybody's uh, wondering. If you follow our social media, I wasn't kidding. I am drinking Everclear um, with, with Mountain Dew. So it's going to be a wild night. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, there, there was also there was also who would win in a wrestling match? Lemmy or God? Lemmy at God? You know, trick question. You know, Lemmy is God. Yep, that, that's that, that's two of them. That's There's two, two of them. And then there was, of course, I was editor of the school magazine, <laughs> which is awesome. By the way, can I can I th- can I mention something about that scene? You got the fact that stuttering John is you. <laughs> well, okay, two things. First of all, they credit Lemmy. As Lemmy, Lemmy Vaughn, Vaughn Motorhead. Motorhead, yep, which is just awesome that that's how they 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 mention him. Secondly, you've got Stuttering John. If you don't know who Stuttering John is, a Howard Stern. Anyway, Stuttering John. Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Yeah. So here's Stuttering John, and he goes, he, he's like, I used to masturbate constantly. And Rex's, by the way, like response to that is awesome. He points but, at him like, <laughs> did you ever did you ever notice how they how they how he's listed in the credits? Uh, he is well, listed as masturbating rocker. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant I, his real name. I, no, I, no, 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 no. It says stuttering John, but I'm 99% positive. If I remember correctly, it says, it says um, yeah, uh, I'm, uh, you're right. I'm rocker. pretty sure you're right too. And then there's, there are, so, okay. So you've got born to raise hell. You've got who would win in a, win in a wrestling match. Let me hear God. Um, oh, dude, by the way, I love the, eh, he's a cop. He's a cop. <laughs> they sold plenty of records after t- 
Who'd you take in the big Van Halen, David Ross bit? What side did you take? Halen or Roth? Van Halen. Ah, he's a cop. <laughs> oink, oink, bacon. <laughs> um, and then there, there's one more. There's one more. Le- there's one more Lemmy reference in that movie. Go ahead. I when, did too. You did. You do too. Okay. So uh, uh, again, movie ref- the, the name. Um, him saying he's the editor of School of the Magazine. And the other one is at the beginning of the movie when Chaz goes into Palantine Records. Yep. He walks in and turns left, and there's a poster of Lemmy. Of Lemmy. He's like, he's, he's like, it, it, it's just, it's such a cool movie. I am aware that Hollywood screws it up. Like, like can I give you another example of like sometimes Hollywood just does dumb stuff? About this, and we'll circle back to Airhead. Dude, screw. We'll talk about Airheads, and wait. We'll just talk about this. This is fun. I don't care about anything else. So, I, look, man, I'm a huge fan of the movie School of Rock. I, I'm, I, I love that movie. I mean, you know, like it's legitimately a movie that you go, you know, that's a, I hate using the term because it sounds really stupid, but it's a cute movie. It really is. <laughs> no, I mean it is. It's like it's a cute, fun. It, it's a good movie. I like it. You know, the guy who played Schneebly is who wrote the movie. It's Schneebly. That's the guy who wrote the movie. It's his. Um, and he wrote it for he wrote it for Jack Black. It's a great movie. But there are little things that bother me in that movie. Do you want to know the number one thing that bothers me in that movie? What's of that? Everything. Like, okay, so so there's there's stuff that I really like. Like the um No Vacancy, right? That's the band that he's in. You know, at the beginning of the movie. Okay, yeah. Uh, the, the at the end of the movie when he gets when 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 no vacancy plays the finals, right? You know, they the um the feel my lonely heart like that song, whatever they're playing. In case you didn't know, by the way, the singer of that song is Adam Pascal, who um was in the original cast of Rent, and I'm a Rent guy, so I had to throw that out. But the part of the movie that really bothers me, and it bothers me every time, is when, if I'm not mistaken, it's the scene at the end, or toward the end, where um, the the factotum goes in and wakes him up in his room. You know what I'm talking about? When, like, he's, 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 he's laying in his room. You know what bothers me? The fact that on his wall, in, there's a of all the stickers, one of them is Cannibal Corpse. That guy didn't listen to Cannibal Corpse. Like, there's just no way that guy was in Cannibal Corpse. And I, I'm not one of those, like, dude, poser. What I'm saying is that was someone in Hollywood trying to make it look right. And you know what I mean? Like, the dude was into ACDC and Rush. He was handing, like, like just I'm telling you right now, he was not a Cannibal Corpse fan. And that one just weirds me out. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just, it's one of those... Someone didn't do their homework when they did it. Am I making sense? Like, it's just, that is a, didn't happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's just weird. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's weird to me. I, 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 well, we we talk about, it's, uh, excuse me, it's lazy. It's lazy. Plain and simple, lazy. And, but anyway, anyway, that that that's besides the point. I I love School of Rock. Um, airheads can be a little, you know what I mean? Like they halt. It was it was, it was Hollywood. I know it was Hollywood. And but that's okay with me because like I'm willing to, even like like even the Cannibal Corpse thing in 
School of Rock. Like, dude, whatever. Like, I look at that and go, that's lazy. But does it matter? Like, it's a fun movie. I don't care. I saw, dude, I saw School of Rock in the theaters. I, I love that. I, I do. I, I will admit I love that movie. You know? Um. So, yeah, there's some lazy parts. Fine. And maybe they portray the Lone Rangers oddly. Um, oh, oh, I forgot to mention, by the way. I, so, excuse me, I don't mean to skip around, but let me backtrack real quick. I need to say this. I said I was a West Wing fan, right? I forgot to mention this earlier. Susie with two Zs is in the West Wing. She plays one of Jed Bartlett's daughters. Not the daughter who's in it for the most part, but the daughter that's like, not that doesn't like to be in the limelight. Anyway, I cannot see that woman in anything she's in and not think of Susie with two Zs. And I'm just let's just be fair. When they're sitting on the couch and she's wearing the bra and her boobies are half hanging out, I cannot see that woman and not think of that. I just can't. Why? Because I was like 13 the first time I saw it. And I was like, I mean, okay, like, as an adult, no, no, screw it, it's still kind of hot. But, like, I just remember being, like, 13 or whatever I was when I saw the movie and being like, oh, my God, they're almost, they're not, there's no nudity in that movie. There's none. But I remember being, like, 13 and going, like, oh, my God, Susie with two Zs on her boobies. Like, (laughs) I swear to God. So every time I watch, I watch The West Wing, like, even in, like, really serious Sections of the West Wing. That's all I can think of. Fair you, enough. Do you know what I mean? I um, <laughs> it's weird. Um, it's 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 uh, again, it's that it's that thing where like every actor has one role in my life. But but so you've got you've got Susie. Um, I I I, I do not associate Adam Sandler with that movie. Like when I think of Adam Sandler, I think. Um, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. I don't think Airheads. Yeah. When I see Brendan Fraser, I think Airheads. When I th- see Steve Buscemi, maybe. Susie with two Zs, absolutely her. Chris Farley, probably not. I Black go, Sheep and Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah. Black Ernie Sheep. Hudson, obviously Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Well, although, uh, he- although, E.G. Marshall, I, I think of Mace. Pool cleaning gear. Give me that damn phone. To this day, damn phone. anytime Dude, I, still- I see, anytime I see E.G. Marshall... In a movie, immediately I say, pool cleaning gear, give me that damn phone. And of course, Michael Richards, he's always going to be Kramer, but it's going to be a close second. Michael McKeon, it's hard. Because fifty because in seeing Michael McKeon like himself, I totally see Milo. But Milo, also Milo, but, Milo. <laughs> but but you know, when he throws the British accent on, of course, he's, you know, Spinal Tap, you know, what's... Uh, he's Derek uh, St. Holmes. Derek St. Holmes, yeah. No, 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 excuse me. <laughs> Derek St. Holmes was in Ted Nugent's band. Oh, what the heck is his name? It's St. Something, I can't remember. Um, can um, remember. um... <laughs> it's not Nigel, is it? No, not... Uh, no, no, Nigel, Nigel is the, um... Nigel Tufnell's the bass <laughs> that, that, player. Yeah, Nigel Tufnell, that's, uh, that's Christopher Guest. Yeah. All right, um, that's a ba- yeah, that's a that's a um, this a, don't don't even uh, look it's, at it's it. Dave, it's no no, it's David Saint Hubbins. David Saint Hubbins, yeah. who, whose name was came from Derek Saint Holmes from the Ted Nugent Band, who's the guy who sang, um, you know, uh, Stranglehold and and all that. Anyway, it's been so point. long since I watched Spinal Tap. Oh God, I I could oh man, love that movie. 
I love um, it too. Like the the funniest part in the entire movie to me is still the airport scene where he pulls the cucumber wrapped in tinfoil out of his pants. Because the funniest part of that, I'm like, why the hell would you wrap it in tinfoil? Like, you, you know what? Actually, well, you know, there's that. There was supposed to be. There is an entire scene that got cut from the movie where they all have cold sores. They yeah, kind I know of, that one, you, yeah. you kind of see it, but there's an entire scene where they all have cold sores. And it was supposed to be that they all slept with the same woman yeah. who had herpes. Like, dude, that movie is so good. Okay, and, and I know you're not a big fan of this movie. I know you're not. But there is a Spinal scene tap? of Spinal No, 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 stop. Hold on. There's a scene of Spinal Tap where they're talking about their records, right? Like how, how uh, Shark Sandwich got the terrible... Oh, you're going to talk about a mighty wind. Yeah, so in a mighty wind, they basically do that entire thing again where they're like, you know, they had one record that was really good, but the record label was too cheap to put the hole in the middle, so you had to do it yourself. Like, they kind of redo that uh, in the movie A Mighty Wind. And I know you're not a big fan of A Mighty Wind, but they do that again. Um, now, I will admit, now, um, um, uh, 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 Michael Richards, I think of as I know everybody goes Seinfeld, but I think of Michael Richards um, from from UHF. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I tell you what, though, he's such a good character actor that really and truthfully, I could think of him as as any one of those three: Kramer, um, um, Stanley Spadowski, or uh, you know, I can never remember his name in Airheads. Oh my god, I'm having a brain hiccup. Um, 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 oh my god, yeah, me too. Uh, wow, geez, I, I can think of this any time. Um, hold on, Doug Beach, dad, yeah, exactly. I had to um, think of, I had to keep your head up and your tail down, Beach. I had to think of that one. Well, well, and of course, you've got Jimmy Wing down at Palantine Records. Well, he's um, always going to be Bender, yeah, but uh, uh well, of course, because he was <laughs> except harsh, for Judd, except for Judd Nelson, because he, he was, was harsh. harsh. <laughs> uh, Oh, dude, dude, come on. David Arquette is awesome in that movie. I know oh. David Arquette was a WCW champion at one point in time. Well, he, to me, there. he's always going to be Dewey. Sure, sure. No, 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 no. I, I get it. But <laughs> come on, let's have a good time. Crap. Rex, Rex, come on, man, Rex. <laughs> we, they're all woohoo. You shouldn't have, you shouldn't have, that's another thing I say all the time. You guys are all woohoo. <laughs> You know, what I, you know which one I say all the time, though? Let me guess. Don't call me G. Well, I, I say that, too. But I also say stuff like, um, I always say World War Nine. I was like, again, they started World War Nine. I, I have like, actually said teeny, weeny, weeny, little skid mark in it. People say to me, like, what do you mean by by by, by World War Nine? Oh, and another one I say, too, is uh, you'll get home in time for The Simpsons. I do, too. I say that one as well. Like, there's so many lines from that movie I say all the time. And um, the guy who played Marcus, I was watching Law & Order SVU the other day, and he was on it. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, of course, uh, <laughs> first thing, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good. And how many times have I been like, uh, I saw that anthrax in Public Enemy. Did you catch that one, G? Don't call me call G. Me G. And, I, and I went, dude, I said that if you ever, I said if Duff ever buys a flying V, he's got to play it by putting his hand between the V. <laughs> like Marcus. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. Like, like that's the only way, that is the only way you can play a flying V. If you're going to play a flying V, you either need to be in the Scorpion. <laughs> you need to be in a German band like the well, Scorpions or Accept. Hang on, hang on, hang on. If we're going to talk about the Scorpions, I need to correct you there. 
You've got to be in the Scorpions and have a mustache. You have to have a mustache. Like, I'm sorry, Rudolph Shanker died the day he shaved off his mustache. I he love, just, I love by the way, that my grandmother has the exact same last name, which is spelled multiple ways, but specifically spelled the same way as my grandmother's maiden name. I think my, my grandmother's... Well, who cares? You can look this up. Hold on. Let me look the guy up. Um... Well, hey, while you're doing that, I'm going to I'm going to tell another funny story about Go about it. going back. So when when we were in high school, we were in health class and in health class you learn about all kinds of fun stuff like STDs. Oh god, and I'll, I'll, I'll never we'll forget by cracking be up one. because they were talking about I forget what STD, but you get a shanker on your junk. And you and I just started laughing, picturing no, a little Rudolph we Shanker class, standing there on your junk playing Rocky like a hurricane. <laughs> you and I were not in that we we were not in that class together. Well, no, but I think I told you about it. Yeah, I was gonna say we were not in that. We were that wasn't a class we were in. Hold on, let me look. This no, guy it was up. me and Jimmy the uh, Jimmy the S. <laughs> okay, so I thought it was a bass player. Francis Buckles <laughs> was the bass player from '73 to '92. So they're they're classic bass player. Um, that's my grandmother's maiden name, which is just. Awesome. Um, I, well, my, my grandmother's German, which is cool, but not quite, you know, whatever. But anyway, um, dude, I, there's so many parts of that movie that, that, oh, God. <laughs> I, I got, I, I can't, it, it's hard for, like, I want it, by the way, I, I have a Wayne's World tattoo, right? Because I have the Mirthmobile tattooed on my arm. I struggle to find a good way to get an Airheads tattoo. Yes, I could get. Just I can't get gecko. Gecko. I can't because that part of my chest is already covered. <laughs> I I would get, but okay. Let, 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 let me let me explain. You recently, not recently, but you know, not all that long ago, got a black tooth grain tattoo. Yep. And you flat out were like, "I want to get this tattoo, but I don't want it to look like crap. I want to not. I don't don't want it to look like a prison tattoo. I want it to look normal." That's my problem. Like, I would love to get the Reaper, and if I had some more money, if I got the money, maybe I'd uh, color it in or put some chaps on it. Put some chaps it. on it. But, like, <laughs> I love to say put some chaps on it. But, oh, God, how many times have I been like, I mean, I understand mom or I heart, I heart Wanda. Wanda. That's what you should get. You should get I heart Wanda. Oh, God, that would be so funny if I got I heart Wanda. But, like, I... And actually, I told my, my regular tattoo artist about that. He's like, dude, that is the funniest crap ever. I'm like, but I don't want you doing a crappy tattoo on my arm. I'm going to get that tattoo to my arm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah, I, I've actually thought about that, too. I mean, I've, I've been on a big tattoo kick. I got to get in touch with my artist again. I've been so busy with work and life that I haven't actually had time to catch up with him because uh, ever since he touched up my arm... Um, I've got a list of stuff, including my Jason tattoo and stuff, but you know, that that's on my list as well. Um, I got to figure out an airheads tattoo. I, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, I, you know, I don't want to get something like Lemmy is God or anything like that because that's just whatever. But I don't know. You're right. Like I, I always prefer like the mirth mobile, for instance, like your tattoo, you, a normal person would see that and say, Oh, he's got a car tattooed on him. But it's one of those if you know, you know tattoos. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, yeah, of course. That, um, that, that's what I'd like to get from Airheads. If you know, you know. You know what I mean? Like, I, it would have to be, but I can't even imagine, like, you know, maybe like a tape with the Lone Rangers on it or something like that. Or I don't know, you know. 
No, no, no. I actually, what, what's funny is I considered getting, and I might actually do this, getting the cassette tape that says the Lone Rangers degenerated. I might actually, I was considering getting the tape tattooed on me. Yeah, the tape crossed my mind as well, but um, I, I have a whole list of stuff that I want to get ahead of time, so um, I don't know. It's 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 one of those things I'm going to have to really think about. Like, I always put thought into my tattoos. I, I generally don't run out and just get a tattoo. Um I put yeah, a lot I, of thought I wish into I, mine. I wish I could say the same. Well, I do because I figure I don't want to. The problem with me is I don't want to ever run out of space and say, ah, gee, I really love that and I can't get it because I got something that I really don't care about. You know what I mean? I say that about my pecker all the time. Like, eventually I'm going to run out of space, but currently I've got plenty. <laughs> Dude, and, we're going to. This is going to be a show, man. Let's just be fair. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish my Everclear. Uh, no, but, anyways, going back to the, going back to the movie itself. By the way, so, pause real quick. Yeah. Can we say. I went to a college that booked Everclear to play on campus. Not the band. Our, yeah. Our <laughs> well, this old was band, the band, but yeah. Our old band was literally booked as the opening act. I don't even know if you know we were booked as the opening band to play to open for Everclear. How? Because our, because our singer told them we should. They told the college we should. Wow. I, I, don't even, I did not know that, actually. I mean, back then you literally told me be here at this day and this time, and I showed up with a with a guitar and a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> so that was me at the time. So, um, no, I did not know that. That is really wild no, stuff. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Um, no, no sir, going, I don't like it. Going back to Airheads, like it's you know, the other thing. The other thing I say all the time: it'll put a shine in your stinger. I always say or, that. Or, or, dude, what do you say if there's something sitting there and you want to pick it up? Can I bogue one of these? Can I bogue one of these? I just actually typed that today, and I can't even... I don't even remember what the context was, but I said I need to bogue one of these. Oh, that was it. I sent you the link to the shirt, and I was like, dude, I need to bogue one of these. And what's funny is in every other walk of life, you would say Bogart. You would say, I, I want to Bogart one of these. Bogue one of these? But that's not what they say in the movie. He's like, can I bogue one of these? Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's so awesome in so, every way. So going back to what we were saying about and being influenced by things, whenever I take a drink of a really strong drink to this day, I do a vulgar video thing, and that's when Dimebag takes a shot and he goes, no, like that. To this day, I almost just did that when I took a sip of my Everclear drink because I accidentally made a 50-50 mix. <laughs> I misjudged my pour of my soda, my Mountain Dew, and then I was like, oh, I need to fill up the rest of the cup, and there goes the Everclear. <laughs> it's going to be a show. Not the band. Not the band. That's what I meant like, to say. Tonight Tonight we're going to talk about Everclear, not the band. Not the band. But no, not seriously. And, and by the way, the reason why we didn't open for Everclear, which is just hilarious. Our singer told the college, like, well, yeah, we're, we're, a, we're a rock band. <laughs> It would have been hilarious. We're a the rock reason, band. We're going to go to the rock show. Gonna, the big old rock show. I, by the way, uh, Year and a Half Life Metallica, quoted all the time. Yep. We're going to go to the big old rock show. But the reason we didn't open for Everclear is because they paid Everclear like a $5,000 deposit out of the student fund. Dude, college student funds, they just piss all over those and throw them at whatever crap comes by. But the, the, I, I, the college found out that Everclear were like, actively pro-choice 
And so they backed out of letting Everclear play. So Everclear got paid five grand to not play, which is just funny. So we didn't end up doing it. They should have let us play anyways. Oh, I agree. Well, we did play on the college campus twice. Um, we did. I don't remember but, playing twice, but I remember yeah, playing Yeah, yeah, we did it. We did it. We did that show twice. I'm pretty sure. I think. I don't know. I it don't remember matter. playing twice, but that's that doesn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> um. Oh man, but I, I tell you what, like I, I know that this whole show is about airheads, but you know if you want to talk about the, I know this show is about metal, but you can't have metal without some of the movies and stuff involved. And I will say this about airheads, although they they played him a little bit of a goof, like Pip was a dummy and everything, and and and. You know, Rex was a pervert, and, and by the way, Rex, yes, yes, that is where I got my DJ name. Um, Rex was a pervert, even though, really and truthfully, you should be Rex. <laughs> no, no, I should be Rockhound. Yeah, you should be Rockhound. <laughs> Why do they call him Rockhound? Because he's a pervert. Because he's horny. Uh, anyway, but, oh, yeah, because he's horny. The the two lines in the movies that ever that describe me best are one: Why do they call him Rockhound? Well, because he's horny, and the other one. The other one is, <laughs> isn't the people versus Larry Flint when he says tell everybody tell everyone the, the perverts back the perverts you know, back. You know it's funny that movie Armageddon. There is a line I use from that all the time, and that's the line when Rock when they ask where you know Rockhound says where they are and be like, how did you know that? Because I'm a genius. <laughs> I actually always say that to people. Oh, I say it all the time. Because it's like, how did you know that? Because I'm a genius. <laughs> um, no, but going back to Airhead, so. I will say this, like, you know, you know what, you know, you and I should actually, I, I know I'm in the middle of another cover song, but I should drop that one. And you and I should finally get around to doing the G degenerated cover that we've been talking about for years. Um, I have the drums done, like they're done, like they're ready to go. I just never touched them again. Like, it's one of those things where you get so far into a cover and then you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then you get busy and you forget it even exists. We should totally do that. What's Johnny doing out on a Tuesday night? Johnny can't read. Johnny can't write. Which is funny because I also wanted to say, in case nobody knew, the song in the main song "Degenerated" in Airheads is actually originally by a New York hardcore band called the Reagan Youth. Uh, a lot of you actually, know that. I'm not trying to talk down too to long anybody. Ago. What's that? I think we talked about this not too we long did, ago. We did. We did. I think it's awesome. But it's just always come. It's always been funny to me. Reagan Youth was a. Uh, you know, they're a New York hardcore band. They're well-known, but they were not one of the biggest New York hardcore bands. So it's kind of always been funny to me that they use that song. So like you were talking about, there were people associated with this movie that actually knew enough about rock and heavy metal and punk to actually pull that song out of all of them. Because that's not a song you're going to find. That's not a song you're just going to be like, oh, we need a big song. You know, they could have done a Van Halen song or, you know, and granted, I know money plays into it. They well, probably could pay Reagan. Well, there is a Van Reagan. Halen cover in the movie. What's that? There is a Van Halen cover in the movie. Wait, yeah, wait. it's by Four Non Blondes. The Four Non Blondes. Four Non Blondes, yeah. It doesn't suck too bad, which is. Well, there's a lot of great songs. I'm sorry. That cover of London. Look, I love oh, the Smiths. Amazing. Dude, Anthrax blew the Smiths out of water with that cover. Uh, that is actually one of my favorite Anthrax songs. Like, it's probably top five Anthrax songs. And yes, I know it's a cover, but I just love that. That They did it during the Sound of White Noise sessions, I believe. Usually, And the only reason I say that is because, first of all, the timing, and second of all, because it's always released on a bonus track of the later versions of Sound of White Noise. Um, but, man, that cover is awesome. Born to Race. So the whole soundtrack, you know, it's one of those soundtracks where... 
yeah, it's you know you could definitely tell it's a Hollywood soundtrack because it's not it's not catered to metalheads, meaning it's not just metal bands. But the bands they did include, like White Zombie, dude, Feed the Gods. You know what the most disappointing thing about Feed the Gods is? Is that White Zombie released the cover of I'm Your Boogeyman on the Crow City of Angels soundtrack after Astro Creep. Um, they released Feed the Gods and they released The One on the Escape from L.A. soundtrack. All were awesome songs. And you just thought to yourself, like, man, that next album after Astro Creep is just going to be so awesome. And then they broke up. Like, that's the most disappointing song thing about Feed the Gods. I love that Feed the Gods is probably one of my favorite White Zombie songs. It may even be my favorite White Zombie song. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it probably is for me. Because, because again, think back to when this movie came out. It was like ninety four. I'm gonna make that up. Yeah, it is. It 94. was right I when, looked it when, up. when it was like. I don't remember if it was necessarily like. I I, I want it. No, no, it was after. Thunderkiss 65 would have gotten its popularity on Beavis and Butthead. Oh yeah. But before Astro Creep. If I'm if I'm putting it right in my head, it was before Astro Creep. Which Astro Creep really I mean, I'm I'm aware the Thundercast 65 quote unquote broke them, but you know, like more human than human is what made them huge. Like that you couldn't turn on MTV. Like Astro Creep not. came the came out the year after this, so it came out in ninety five. Um like <clears throat> Oh man, dude! Feed the Gods is so good. It's so, so good, and the fact that they're they're in the movie, God, it's and so, Sean's headbanging, cool. and I'm like, oh, <laughs> female bass players, man. Female Sean's bass headbanging, and I'm just like, oh, you know, you know, it's funny. My big crush on Sean Yasult didn't start when I saw her in Earheads. It didn't start when I saw her in White Zombie. I think it really truthfully started in video three when I saw her chugging a bottle of Jack Daniels. I was like, my no, God. No, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. You wanted to boink her long before that. That True. is when you wanted to, like... That's when I wanted to establish a real relationship. That's when you... Yeah, before that, it was boinking. <laughs> before that, it was strictly it was strictly physical. After that, it was like, this this is her. This is my woman. <laughs> well, it's kind of like... like, like and, 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 and for the record... If you can face have, a bottle of Jack Daniels, and, you're, and you're a bass player, I guess. <laughs> I have mentioned on the show before that I understand that I say this in the most respectful way uh -oh. because she's half my age, and I'm really not attracted to her physically. But uh -oh. it's the same way I feel like Sonia Anubis is the is like my my spirit person, <laughs> dude. I, I agree, and, like, and, and no. for the record, like like I adore her. Like I, I, and I, I know this sounds weird, but like I really do. Like I, she is my other. She's the other half of what became. Let's me. let's clean this up for a second and say, dude, she's totally like your little sister. Yeah, like it's weird because she's like half your age, so you're not like, yeah. I mean, you're you're a dirty old man, but you're not that much of a dirty old man. <laughs> like you no, haven't leveled yeah, but, up to that no, point. No, yet. no, no, no. I'm more into the like. Large booby divorcees more so than like, you know, um, like 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 you like to get him on the rebound. Well, come on. Well, for, let's let's be fair. Let's be fair. I like to get him on the rebound, 
and I like the boobs to bounce. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's all I care. Like, like reverse cowgirl. You know what I mean? I want the camera to be able to catch. It. I'm filming it. I want the reverse cowgirl. <laughs> I like it. You have to clarify that. I'm filming it. <laughs> well, but no, the, just because people are like, why do you like reverse cowgirl? Because that's how you film it best. The the best thing about that wasn't the fact you said you're filming it. It's how you said I'm filming it. Because like I've said this a thousand times. Anytime you say something perverted, you're suddenly from Brooklyn. You're not. You don't say because I'm filming it. You go because I'm filming it. <laughs> Look, suddenly you're from Brooklyn. Anytime you say something <laughs> filthy, <laughs> well, it's just the truth. I, it's it's because <laughs> I'm filming it. Because I'm filming. But no, I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, finished. come on, dude. Let's be fair. If I'm if I'm totally porking of divorce, say I'm oh, filming geez. it. I'm filming it. By the way, this this episode should be called titled HMH Classic. <laughs> Guess we're totally going back to season one with this one. This is totally no bone movies. Like that that is exactly what it is. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I mean truthfully, honestly, like yeah, you're right. White Zombie. I'm, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring things home. Let's bring it home. Bring it home. Let's bring it home. Um, you know, I, I it's funny. We should sometime. I actually have a spare copy of. Um, death symbolic. I was sent it by accident. So what happened? What? And I, I promise I'm going somewhere with this. This is not com a complete non like this. This I promise this is going somewhere that makes sense. Um, I have a spare copy of Death Symbolic because I ordered it, and it came and it and it was like four weeks and it never showed up. So I contacted the 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 place I bought it from and I was like, hey, this never showed up. So they sent me another copy because they're like, well, it's probably lost. So I got the new co I got the second copy and I'm like great cool. And then like another 2 or 3 4 weeks later, literally 2 months in the mail, the second copy showed up. So I have a spare copy of Death Symbolic. The reason I, I bring I on, that up By the way, I have it on cassette because I'm Well, the reason I bring that up though is that we should do a contest sometime where we seed like references into the show and we'll like make note of it and it might be too much work. We'll figure it out. And anybody that can actually identify, cares. like the person who can identify the most, re like seated references in the show, I'll send that copy of Death Symbolic to. We should, we should like plan that out sometime. That would be funny because I totally have no problem sending somebody a record. Um, uh, wait, sending them a what? A record. Record. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I have, I'd sealed, hundred percent, never opened, never touched. Uh. uh in other words, Duff wouldn't be interested because it's a virgin vinyl. Um, he, he usually likes his vinyl broken in. Um, Come on, dude. I, I <laughs> If you don't know what you're doing, go practice for a while. Call me when you got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he likes the vinyl that's been played a few times. <laughs> Maybe seen a couple of turntables. <laughs> he likes I'll to go. On a table and and he, even better if it's in the dollar bin. <laughs> Like, seriously, no, no, that, that, that's how I find dates. I'm like, I'm looking for women. Oh, you meant records. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I do like records in the dollar. No, but maybe, you know, we'll have to think about that because I've had this copy. I don't need two copies of Death Symbolic. I don't need them. Maybe we'll, we'll have to figure out a contest like that, but we'll have to make it something heavy metal hangover specific. Like, <clears throat> excuse me, I turned into a, I turned into the guy from The Simpsons for a minute. We'll, we'll have to turn it like, like the person who identifies the most references gets the record we'll, we'll figure it out we'll, we'll think of something but e either way let's bring it home back to airheads you know the funniest thing i i say about about uh white zombie being in the movie that scene that entire scene is hilarious but 
I, I I love the stories. Have you ever seen Sean talk about some of the stories from the set? I, I mean, no, actually, I don't. I, maybe I don't remember. So she's on social media. She posted a picture of like her and Adam Sandler and White Zombie and everything. So I guess at the time, Rob had his own trailer. Right. Shocker. Um, and I guess the rest of the band was in a different trailer. She said like Adam Sandler, Steve Buscemi. She said the whole cast would come around and like hang out with them. Um, they were only on set for a couple days, but she was like, Chris Farley was like driving around on a golf cart, like trying to make them laugh, like crashing into things. I'm sure he was in a Coke, like filled, like I'm sure he was in a Coke fueled, like manic state, but, and I'm not trying to laugh at what happened to Chris eventually, but I mean, Chris Farley was, he's a comedy legend. Um, the guy was, he, he was just awesome, but I guess like he, she said, like, I guess the whole, the whole cast and crew would hang out with them which is funny because supposedly the cast and crew hung out with them more than their own singer I mean we all know Rob like eventually wanted to get into Hollywood anyway so that was his end goal oh, yeah. so he was Did, probably he, off he somewhere wanted, yeah, greasing some horror wheels movies. He, he, the, the, him being in a band was to get him to make horror movies Let's yeah I mean him being in I still think I still feel that way him being in a band is a vehicle to give him clout to make horror films uh, and crappy ones at that with the monsters. If the monsters mean anything, I refuse to watch that movie because I watched a trailer and I wanted to gouge my eyes out. Um, and and the fact that he, I, I, my favorite meme of all time, or one of my favorite memes of all time, is when he says Rob Zombie's jaws and he casts Sherry as the shark. <laughs> like it has Rob Zombie's jaws and they took the jaws poster and replaced it with Sherry because he casts his wife in everything. Um, dude, he would he would cast her as a tree if if he had he would cast her as an ent if he had to. He was making Lord of the Rings. Like, if whatever. he adapted the Giving Tree, Sherry would play the tree. You're right. Oh my god, dude, she would play whatever. Yeah, no, seriously, and the and it's funny because they they always say like Sherry's very selective about her roles, and she really only you know only will do films that Rob does. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, just say no one else will hire her. <laughs> Like, just say it, okay? Like, no one else wants to hire her. She's famous because Rob's famous. I know people are obsessed with the House of Thousand Corpses and and Devil's Rejects and and Three from Hell movies and stuff. Look, House of a Thousand Corpses, I'm going to go on record and say it. Dude, House of a Thousand Corpses was basically a ripoff of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, it it was... was if the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sucked, that's what it would have been called. Dude, like, Texas Chainsaw it. The Next Generation was better than... I will say this, though, because Sid Haig is awesome. Captain Spaulding was awesome, where he's like, I'm going to count to three. F your mama, F your sister, F your grandma. Like, that that scene was awesome, and that's mostly because Sid Haig sold it. Um, I can't stand Sherry in any of those roles. Uh, you know, I... I the the Halloween remakes were I love Tyler Maine too he was Sabretooth in the X Men movies like Tyler Maine was awesome but I, I you know, Danny Trejo he's another dude who's almost almost as cool as he's Jimmy always Smith awesome. yeah he, almost no, no, as cool he's as not Jimmy, Jimmy Smith. Smith because again it's Jimmy Smith but I no, said he's almost pretty awesome yeah well yeah, yeah no, da- I read awesome. his book Danny Trejo's book is amazing um but Danny Trejo he was in the remake but like the the remakes were were they sucked. I mean, most Halloween fans agree the remakes were terrible. Yeah, um, the new Hall- the new Halloween movies are awesome, but the well, except for the last one, the last one sucked. But well, I mean, I mean, they were yes, but they were they were done properly. Right. I I hate the fact that 
look, this is not a horror podcast. I hate the fact that they made my podcast, but whatever. (laughs) But I hate the fact that they made, you know, and and this actually ties into metal. What pisses me off most about the, the Halloween remakes is the fact they made Michael Myers a kiss loving like rock and roll, which basically would translate into metalhead 10 years after this rock and roll kid who was outcast and abused. And that's why he became a murderer. Like, I hate the fact that they tied those two together. Well, because, because, because if you listen to kiss clearly, you know, you're going to murder people. Well, and that's what annoyed me is the fact that like, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, dude, the West Memphis three, like you're really going to like, reaffirm that like I you know I'm not one of these like oh you can't tell your own story blah 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 I'm just saying like I don't know I I hated the fact that like he was like oh yeah he's got to listen to kiss and and that satanic music you know because he becomes a serial killer eventually and he's got to be like outcast and abused at home and that's why he listens to rock like come on seriously like have him listen to the freaking partridge family or something do something different I I hate it that in so many of these movies, you see like the the murderer being like the outcast who listens to like dark music and blah blah blah. Oh well, I was watching an SVU the other day where he was like, "That's death metal." <laughs> yeah, like, the funny thing on, was, dude. it wasn't even death metal. No, it's it's crap. My favorite thing in mo- movies and TV, and again, let's tie this back to Airheads, is when they t- they don't do the music itself. Like they can't be bothered to actually bring on a consultant or to actually research it. So it's literally some guy in a New York City office, his idea of what the music must be. And granted, your average person watching it is not going to know the difference. But seriously, like it's it's like, oh, it's death metal. And it's literally like orgy. And I mean, the band, not not the not the thing you would watch. Yeah, but actually, didn't their singer die a few years ago? Um, Dude, they're still touring. I just found out they're still touring. I will say this. I think it was Loudwire or one of those. One of those suck ass metal metal publications who literally did a cover of what uh, Blue Monday. Was yeah, they the did song? Blue Monday. Yeah. That, okay, hold on, real quick. It was actually a pretty awesome cover. Dude, their song Stitches was pretty good too. Like tying yourself to me, stitches my empty net. Yeah, no. I'm, I, look, I, the only thing I'm saying about Orgy is, and this is where I was getting, where I was going with this is. One of these suck ass metal publications or whatever posted uh, that Orgy just played a show, and they're like, "I'm not, mu- I'm not sure what's more surprising is the fact that Orgy is still a band in 2023." And I was like, "Yeah, you could have fooled me." <laughs> well, the, 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 what, what surprises me is that there's a band called Orgy, and I didn't start it. Oh please! I mean, come on, dude. If every, if anybody if anybody is walking to a walking into a room, dude, banging a whole bunch of people. Dude, your your band would be called Airtight. No, no, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> My band would be called Reverse Gangbang. Let's be fair. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> it's like it's like, hey, hey, hey. If Rocco can do it, so can I. Your 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 uh, <laughs> you'd be called the Duff Five Thousand <laughs> or Five Hundred. Remember, remember, it was wasn't it Jasmine St. Clair who did that the first time? Yeah, yeah, Jasmine did it. Houston, no, uh, and Houston, Houston uh, did it. Yeah, Houston did the the, the Houston Five Hundred or whatever. Um, well, come on, dude. My 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 porn name was Mike Sheridan, which is just mine was Tony is, Pine. Yours is Tony Pine. But dude, I had a fraternity brother who's who's porn name. You know, if you, you don't know how to do your porn name, it's your middle name and the street you grew up on. I have a fraternity <laughs> brother who's. Porn name was Francis Five Mile, 
Dude, he wins. He I don't wins know. I knew I knew a guy whose I knew a guy whose name was John Applejack. I don't know. Francis Five Mile is kind of hard to beat, man. Um, it's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. I don't know. John Applejack always cracked me up. <laughs> so, but anyways, let, let's eventually make our way back to Airheads. Um, so, I don't know. Like this, let's you know we we talked about a couple things on the soundtrack, and I'm gonna re- refresh myself um, on the actual tracks on the soundtrack because. Um. Yeah, London by 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 Anthrax. Primus was on there. Prong was on there. Degenerated the cover. We want the Airheads by the Ramones. Again, I love the freaking Ramones. I love the Ramones. Feed the God by White Zombie. Candlebox was on there. They they did a good job. Look, I'm not gonna say every song on there was gold, but you know, in a soundtrack, it's always gonna be a crapshoot. I I don't know about you. I genuinely can't think of a soundtrack that's absolutely perfect from front to back. The ones that I think of as coming close, close, and this is going to be funny. Look, we, 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 we thought about doing a show about soundtracks before, and then we realized the soundtracks we actually listen to are from the 90s. So Airheads would have been one. Last Action Hero would have been one. The Crow, the first Crow would have been one. Uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight would have been oh, God. one. So good. There is only one really actually bad song on that. And it's by Ministry, and it's so bad. But even then, it's still Ministry. No, but Ministry's song, yeah, but dude. Like, there are songs on it I don't like. Like, I'm really, like, I like Henry Rollins. I'm not really into Rollins' band. But it's not a bad song. The Ministry song is flat-out garbage. There's a rap song by the Grave Diggers. It's called 1-800-SUICIDE. It's actually... Like, I'm not into rap, but the song doesn't suck. Dude, tonight we murder. The the, the, the ministry song tonight sucks. Tonight we murder. It's kind of not, it's not good in any way. I will say this. The Last Action Hero soundtrack is, in my opinion, probably the one that comes the closest to being perfect. Um, The Crow. The Crow is really close. Um, I have that on vinyl. Um, as soon as it hit on vinyl, I was like, "Boom, sold." Not even, not even a, a a question. And the reason I say it's not perfect is because "Snake Driver" by the Jesus and Mary Chain is okay. "Color Me Once" by Violent Femmes, eh? I don't like the 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 Rage Against the Machine on it song on it, but I don't like Rage Against the Machine anyways. Um, and without the the context of the movie, I would never listen to actually a lot of the songs on it. Um, but I will say Last Action Hero. Dude, you ever look at the Last Action Hero soundtrack? Yeah. Two yeah, Steps dude, Behind by Def Leppard's amazing song. Queen's Reich, Real World. What the Hell Have I by Alice in Chains. Dude, my favorite Alice in Chains song is actually on this soundtrack, and it's not on any of their albums. A Little Bitter. That riff is insane. Dun, 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 dun. Hey, who say you? That song is so insane. If you've never heard a little bitter by Alice in Chains, listen to it, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, "Poison uh, My Eyes" by Anthrax was never it's, released. It's, it's a great song. It was all tracks that were never released anywhere else except for Two Steps Behind, like in Dream On. But like "Little Bitter," "Angry Again" by Megadeth, "Big Gun" by ACDC, "Poison My Eyes" by Anthrax, and probably you're sat, you're happy that this was never released anywhere else. But "Last Action Hero" by Tesla, 
Like it's it's just all awesome music. Queensrÿche. I mean, how many soundtracks has Queensrÿche been on? Well, well, and Queensrÿche with not Silent Lucidity. Right. That's not <laughs> well, Silent the, Lucidity. The real question right. is, how many soundtracks have Filter been on? The answer is a billion. <laughs> a billion and one. Hey, hey man, nice, hey man, shot, nice was shot was pretty was much on everything. Every everything. soundtrack. All of them. Oh, dude, come on. By the way, though, let, let's be fair. Demon Knight is an amazing movie. It's actually a really good movie. Hold them, hold them, well done there, brother. Hold them, well down there, brother. It's a great movie, and it's a great soundtrack. Then you've got Bordello of Blood, which is straight up boobs <laughs> and Dennis Miller. Hey, dude, like the one guy, dude, the, the you know the best line in the movie. The guy like the guy's like he wants to fight Dennis Miller and he's like no 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 and why don't you take this outside I'm not really in the mood for a BJ right now like that was the basic thanks man I'm no love but I'm not in the mood for a BJ right now but I appreciate it dude Corey Feldman's in it the main vampire is Angie Everhart who is like a smoke show from the 90s who disappeared off the face of the earth but whatever happened to her let's find out I don't know what happened to her, but she should be on my face. <laughs> I don't care if she's old and dried up. I'll I, lube exists, you know. Seriously, like that. Oh God, those movies. That had a cool sound. I don't remember what was on that soundtrack. I remember there was something cool on it. Let me look this up. It was called Bordello of Blood. Of course, I remember. Um, it's a great. It's, it's actually I, well, the first one's wait. The first one's legitimately a good. Oh, movie. Oh, jeez. Oh, dude, it's got Jailbreak by Thin Lizzy, Anthrax, Bordello of Blood, um, Free, All Right Now, which, come on, dude. Okay, so the band Free eventually kind of sort of almost became Bad Company, right? Um, if you, it, All Right Now, that's Paul Rogers. Oh, my Rogers. God. Well, an amazing song. Ballroom Blitz by Sweet. I actually hate that song, but that's besides the point. I Scorpion, love that song. Scorpion Still Loving You. It, from uh, It's on um, uh, Love and First Sting. Dude, that's like oftentimes people quote um, Home Sweet Home is the original power ballad, but a lot of people actually quote the original power ballad as Still Loving You by the Scorpions. Um, dude, Humble Pie, Cinderella, no, okay, and Peter F. and Frampton, okay, it's cool. By the way, the only thing I don't like about the Demon Knight soundtrack is that <sighs> Cowboys or, or um, Cemetery Gates is shortened. Yeah, I, I agree. That sucks. So uh, real quick, I wanted to mention this because there's two things. First of all, I feel really bad for saying that she dropped off the face of the earth because she actually had thyroid cancer. Um, she filed for bankruptcy due to it. The treatments being so expensive. So, um, that was way back in 2013, so hopefully by now she's doing better because, you know, there is a date. Uh, there is a date after the information after that. But one thing I feel it's uh, Angie Everhart, it's it's worth mentioning is, sure, she was briefly engaged to Sylvester Stallone. But do you know who else she was engaged to? No idea. You're going to love this. Yeah. Joe really Pesci. Oh, dude, come on. Oh, dude, come on. Were those magic beans? Oh, man. Dude, okay, hold on. Right now, I'm gonna put you on the spot, and you're, you're just gonna. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Um, <laughs> if I had to ask you, Ceteris Paribus, right? All things held constant. Everything, whatever, funniest movie ever made. What's your answer? 
Oh, jeez. Because I have an answer, but I will tell you that legitimately my cousin Vinny's probably top five. It's because pretty I, funny. I, I really do think it's amazing. And Marissa Tomei, dude, come on. Dude, Marissa if, Tomei is a complete smoke show in that movie. If there is a finer piece of tail than Marissa Tomei in that movie, I don't know what it is. Like, I know that Friday the... Like, I know my love for the the Friday the 13th boobies. I know it. But, dude, come on. Marissa Tomei as, like, a total, like, Jersey train. Like, I, dude, I want to I wanna do things that don't exist in the English language. But- dude, I, I'll say this, dude. Yeah. The, the Jersey accent is what makes it for me. Like, I know I live in Jersey, and that's kind of weird for me to say because you'd think I'd be surrounded by it all the time, but I'm actually not. Like... You have to understand something. Jersey and Brooklyn and all those places where you think of talk, people talking like this all the time. Like, most of that is gone now because it's all been gentrified. Meaning it's all people like me, the the, the Midwestern or, you know, whatever jackasses moving in who are displacing everybody who talks like this. You know, you you meet somebody from Brooklyn nine times a day they ain't talking like this. They're talking like this. Hi, I'm from Brooklyn. I live in Park Slope. You like you don't think of hey I live in Jersey you know live out in Jersey you know you don't hear that anymore you hear like I live in New Jersey now sure there are parts of you know Jersey where you hear the Jersey. Jersey accent but dude dude Marissa Tomei Marissa Tomei talking like this where she's talking like she's from Brooklyn all the time I was like oh like that's what does it for me so I don't know I I love a good I love a good accent what can I say <laughs> well dude come on. Oh, and dude, the wrestler, Marissa Tomei and the wrestler, like, dude, if you didn't want to tap that, you got problems. Dude, even in Spider-Man, she's hot. Dude, I, I well. Like, and that was, like, Marissa, only a few years ago. It doesn't matter what Marissa Tomei's in. You don't want to pork it. But my point is, like, okay, so, so okay. We're, we're turning yes. this into a movie podcast. I don't care. <laughs> we're, we'll get back to metal. So, seriously. Everclear. I would the put, band. I would put, this is a fun night. Who gives a crap? I would put. Um, oh man, my drink uh, my, smells my like cousin Vinny alcohol. is one of those great. But okay, come on. Like, like if you were to say funniest movie ever made, I have an answer for it. I was thinking about this the other day. I asked a friend of ours. I actually asked Vinny. I was like, Vinny, what is the funniest movie ever made? Just out of curiosity, like gut instinct. Don't overthink it. And I will tell you what my gut instinct, without overthinking it, was. Okay, I'm waiting. See no evil, hear no evil. Oh yeah, by uh, with uh, Richard Pryor. When and, Richard uh, Pryor Gene looks at it looks it looks at Gene Wilder and goes, "What are you, effing deaf?" And Gene Wilder goes, "Yes, I'm effing deaf." That that the whole movie right there, like that is comedic genius. But anyway, ah, uh, you know, honestly, I would actually. Look, if you're putting me on the spot, I'd have to think about it to really give you a real answer. But if you're putting me on the spot, probably be a Mel Brooks movie. Something like History of the World or Spaceball, something like that. Um, History of the World, I'm what's sorry. What's funny about History of the World is... It, well, it's very Monty Python. It, it, it's more. It's it's very Monty Python. Well, but that's of, only because of Life of Brian. If they never well, made no, Life I'm of Brian, saying, nobody like, would like ever associate it. The humor is very, very Monty Python, but... Um, it is easily my favorite Mel Brooks movie, like easily. But that that's saying a lot because I like you. You Mel like Brooks it's movies. good to be the king. It's good to be the king. 
No, I like pawns jump queen gangbang. Like, <laughs> well, that's that's it's good to be the king. <laughs> and how many times have I said, look, if you don't put out, he don't get out. You, you don't know? put out, he don't get out. He don't get out. And how I guarantee <laughs> you told playing I guarantee you told I also guarantee you've told a woman, don't wear anything complicated. <laughs> More times than I could count. <laughs> and don't wear anything complicated. More times than I can count. Of course. Um, no, but <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Toot. Like, <laughs> or, or, and you look like a bucket of, mm, and you look like a bucket of crap. You look just like the piss boy. You look like the piss boy. <laughs> and you look like a bucket of crap. <laughs> to edit it. Demonet, um, Demonet. Demonet, um, Demonet. Um, I always right, love. Let, 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 let's, let's go with another one, though. We're looking for a pack of Trojans. Gee, I just ran out. Yeah, just ran out. <laughs> you are armed with mighty joint. That Let, mighty joint's probably the best part of the movie. Oh, we are armed with mighty oh, joint. No, mighty you know joint. I like the no, 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 no. Yes, yes. no, no, no. Dude, no come no, on, yes. dude. Yes, no, no. Dude, if you didn't want to do nasty things to Madeline Kahn in those dude, days, dude, Madeline Kahn was always hot. Oh my god, dude, Madeline Kahn. I mean, legitimately, like in the world of like women worth. Giving the pecker to in the history of Hollywood. <laughs> Could we up there. be fair and say that Madeline Kahn is really high on that damn list? I always loved when they when they bring out the he's a eunuch. He's a eunuch. He's dead. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> Nothing shall arise. <laughs> arise. <laughs> I got a great corkscrew. Ooh, hey, this Ooh. is a hip crowd. <laughs> I always love that. Hey, this is a hip crowd. <laughs> um, no, but I mean. Really and truthfully, like you know, let's 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 rein it in a little bit and bring it oh, back piss to like on that. Who needs to rein anything in? <laughs> hey, okay, I got a question for you. Have you ever been stuck in traffic or stuck behind something and said, "Move that miserable piece of crap"? Move that miserable piece of crap. Oh God, all the time. <laughs> Forward, but move. <laughs> I love. Do I have any openings this man might fit? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this is what you get on the heavy metal hangover. You get some metal and a bunch of nonsense. And again, I'm drinking Everclear, not the band. And uh, I keep bringing that up because if I'm a little off, normally it's always historically been that Duff has been. And I'm using these terms in a comedic fashion, the straight man, and I've been, or sorry, I've always been the straight man, and Duff's always been the goofball. So so it's always been, like, even ever since we were on the radio, you'd be the one cracking all the jokes, making all the goofy comments, and I'd always be the one saying, hey, let's bring it back, hey, you know, whatever. Because in comedy, if you look at historical comedy, you see... well. Abbott and Costello. Well, I mean, I, how many times have I said the greatest straight man ever is... Hank Azaria in stripes. Yeah. Not Hank, uh, Harold Ramis in stripes. Well, Harold Ramis was always the best straight man. I, I Sorry I said Hank Azaria, who I also love. But well, Harold in Ghostbusters, like everything. Like he was oh, always amazing. the one that grounded it in reality. You know what I mean? Like that. And, and to be, you know, you, you can still tell jokes as a straight man. But so my point has always been. You know, I'm, I'm usually the one who's like reigning in duff. But when I go off the rails, the whole thing goes off the rails. And that's not always necessarily a bad thing. Look, you've had a couple of rough weeks. I've had a couple of rough weeks. Let's enjoy it all together. <laughs> well, no, seriously. Like, 
piss it, man. Don't piss on it like John. Piss Schaefer on did you. I work for Mel Brooks. <laughs> like placing like, saddles. There, there's 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 things you should piss on and things you shouldn't. And um, John Schaefer is apparently one dude, of what he did to watching over me was just horse crap. Anybody dude, John Schaefer is literally song, getting peed on right me. now. He literally has said from prison he gets peed on like daily. <laughs> I mean, like, I've, I've met women who do, but that's hot. Like, John Schaefer is just, no, come on, dude. <laughs> it's washing over me. Oh. It's washing over me. Dude, he got he got poo flung at him. Dude, somebody threw their crap at him. Like, come on. <laughs> like, come on, John. Come on. Um. So, anyways, I want to bring it back real quick to the, uh, the uh, Airhead soundtrack and... If you're still listening, good for you, because I would have quit 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Dude, you got to wash your ass. That's all I got to say, man. Oh, not this again. No. We, we almost no, had to delete no more. that no show. No more. You got to wash your ass. No yeah, more. We, we almost had to delete that show. But so I will say this. Like, if you look at the if you look at like heavy metal soundtracks, we should do a show on this sometime, even if it's all from the 90s, you know, recap the 90s in terms of soundtracks because you and I used to always talk about with heavy metal soundtracks are what drove us to discover new bands. I found anthrax because of poison my eyes on the, um, on the last action hero soundtrack. That is how I found anthrax. Um, again, you know, I had listened to Megadeth. Uh, we always talk about this. We always say this. I'm, te- I'm treading old ground here. You and I didn't have a lot of money growing up. Like we weren't like, Oh, well let's go out and buy 50 CDs. You know, we weren't, you know, this is pre us getting into Columbia House and BMG and all that other crap. Dude, I still could... remember my BMG account number. Well, I don't, but I will. I know. You well, know, normally, does, no, the BMG is how like um, it, it's how I got. Oh, dude, I got so many records from BMG. Well, we shared. Of course, I know. I know. Well, that that's usually what happened. Is usually my buddy, my buddy Nick, or you would order CDs and you'd be like, well, I need to order 12. And I'd be like, all right, well, I'll take, you know, four of them, six of them, whatever. And we get in with a couple friends because the cost of the actual album you had to buy to get to 12 was like 50 bucks. <laughs> it was something ridiculous. Um, Yeah, you're right. But that's how we got stuff back then. But, you know, previous to that, you, you got soundtracks because you got Demon Knight and you're like, oh, this Pantera band's really awesome. Or, oh, you got, you know, Last Action Hero. And you're like, oh, man, this, this, this anthrax band is great or you got airheads and you're like, holy crap, white zombie rules. And, and you know, that's how I found a lot of the bands I was getting into. I remember I had the last action hero soundtrack, the crow soundtrack. The crow is what got me into Pantera. The crow is what got me into nine inch nails. Um, you know, and that was what 90 God. Well, when, when did the crow come out? Actually? I think it was well, 94. I, I, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Uh, I'm going to look it up. Uh, I'm going to look it up too. The Crow came It was 94. Yeah, 94. Good what a good Yeah, year. so it was the same year as Airheads. So let that, you know, I got, I'll, I'll fully, you know, I know I'd love to be one of those guys that said, yeah, man, I started listening to it on Cowboys from Hell. But dude, I heard the badge on the Crow soundtrack and I was like, this band rules. I heard Dead Souls, which was right around the time Downward Spiral came out. That's how I got into Nine Inch Nails. So like, that's how I got into these bands. And, you know, it, it and, and you know, I got to be honest with you. When I first heard Anthrax, I heard "Poison My Eyes," which is still one of my favorite Anthrax songs. 
Um, but it was it was John Bush. So when I heard Joey Anthrax, I was kind of taken aback a minute. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not what I thought it was going to be. And it took me a long time. Not a long time, but it took me... I guess a long time is not right. It took me a little bit to get interested in Joey because I'm like, whoa, this is not what I expected. And we we had a whole episode about this last week where people probably heard Joey and were like, whoa, 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 this is not some guy yelling. This is some guy singing. What the hell is this? But now I actually prefer the Joey stuff. Um, like, I always did, but, like, I get it. Like, I get it. No, I totally I was, well, at the time when I was getting into Anthrax, it was Sound of White Noise and Stomp 442. There was no Volume 8. There was no... There was no We Have Come For You All. Like, there was none of that. It was Stomp and Sound of White Noise. And Sound of White Noise is a damn good album. Dude, sound, okay, like, and I've said this before. Sound of White Noise, to me, comes across as a... Side project. It's a collaboration. Yeah. Not even so much a side project. But a collaboration. It, 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 it's, it's the members of Anthrax and John Bush. It's not an Anthrax album. And I love it. One of my favorite albums of all time. It really is. It really, really is. But it's not an Anthrax album. Yeah. I don't know. Anthrax has two, uh, well, technically three, but two eras to me. They've got their 80s era. They've got their 90s era. And they've got whatever they are now. I don't know what they are now. Okay, can, but, by the way, can we? I am. Well, did I mention last week that I'm sick of their damn set list? It's stupid. Anyway, go on. I was um, gonna say, the cool thing is, you, me, Vinny, not Vinny. Vinny's not coming. You, me, and a couple of our buddies are going to see Armored Saint in New York. So you know what. I, I, you know what? I issue a challenge to the Heavy Metal Hangover listeners. If you've ever wanted to see Wasp, if you've ever wanted to see Armored Saint, and you've ever wanted to visit the fair city of New York City, plan a trip. Come hang out with us. Because we're not just going to the show. We're not just going to see Wasp and Armored Saint calling it a night. We're closing the thing down. We are oh, closing dude. Manhattan down. We we're gonna like we're 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 gonna party, man, dude. After that show is over, the end is the beginning. <laughs> no, it's terrible. It's gonna be awesome, dude. I know New York, dude. I, I'm gonna tell you a story uh, from when I very first moved to New York. So, I worked at Marvel. It was my my internship, my college internship, and the guy, the people from Marvel were super cool. They took me out for my last night because they were sad to see me go. Uh, th- they took me out. They're like, "Dude, we're gonna get you wrecked." I got so wrecked, I literally called my girlfriend at the time, who was way back in Erie, Pennsylvania, and I said, "Hey, I'm lost in Manhattan. Tell me where to go." And, and this is like at four in the morning, five in the morning. I'm calling her right. And, I, and I'm like, tell me where to go. And she's like, what? She, you know, I woke her up, of course. She's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, tell me where to go. I'm lost. I have no idea where I am. 
And she's like, how the hell am I supposed to know where you are? And I'm like, but I can't get back to my apartment. And she's like, okay. Um, um, and, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm lost. And she's like, okay. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. There's house the street. I know where I am. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye. And I hung up. And at some point between Houston Street and when I got home, I bought a burrito. And I woke up Dude. the next morning with a burrito in my hand. What is a better than a burrito? burrito that I didn't finish. And I have no idea where it came from. That's awesome. <laughs> so I only tell that story because I'm saying we're going to do it again. <laughs> like, I want to wake up the day after seeing Wasp and Armored Saint. With a burrito in my hand and have no idea where it's coming from. So if you ever wanted to visit New York, I think it's what August twenty sixth. Yeah, something Wasp. like that. It's 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 August because it's after look, I come look, back from Vakan. Look up Wasp and look up Armored Saint. Like find the date. If you want to come hang out with Rex and Duff and shut this place down, shut down Manhattan and full battle vest glory, yeah! make plans to come to New York City on August twenty sixth. And help us shut this place down. Yeah, man, I, it's it's gonna be the way to do it. Okay, hold on. We got. I know there's gonna be some listeners because I, I hung out. I hung out with Fernando at Crypta. I don't know if he's gonna be there or not. But dude, Fernando, if you're listening, you're welcome. To, if you even if you don't care about Wasman Arbor Saint, you're welcome to join us after, and we'll show you a good time. I promise. Yeah, we will. And you're a bass player, so Rex will <laughs> be tapping that ass. No, no, anyway. no, 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 no. Oh. Whoa, 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 dude, dude. Fernando's a dude. Oh, oh, that guy. I was thinking, sorry. The dude I hung out with at Crypta, not well, the chick who's from Brazil. <laughs> sorry. She's not listening. <laughs> Maybe. You know, so, so Fernando, right. trust me, there will be no tap. <laughs> there will be no tap. All right. We got to take a break. I've got a tinkle. We're going to come back. We haven't done this in a while. We're going to take a break. Anyway. I don't even know if I remember how to take a break. What? I don't know if I remember how to take a break. Yeah, well, t- okay. Well, let's just put it this way. We're going to take a break. We'll be back really shortly. Hang out with us for a few minutes on the Heavy Metal Hangover. We're back. We're on the Heavy Metal Hangover. We haven't taken a break in forever. Yeah, dude. Well, because like, like we've been we've been doing these like two and a, well, last week was really short. Well, we've been doing these like two and a half hour episodes that we didn't take a break. But this time, I was like, dude, I've been drinking like crazy. You gotta take a squirt. <laughs> I gotta take a squirt. You know what I mean? I had to take a piss. <laughs> drain the lizard. You I had to drain the piss. lizard. You know. At least you came back after having a piss. <laughs> yeah, you go just, off a piss. It's, it's 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 so good. Um, <laughs> I apologize, by the way, for my crappy British accent to any of our English listeners, and we do have a couple, so or British, British listeners, sorry. I know that people from Ireland and Scotland take exception to being called English, so. Well, you never know. I don't you know. You know, like, I, I we don't. Do have some, we do have some listeners in London. We have some listeners in London. I wish I had a cool accent, but instead I have an American accent, just a Midwestern American accent. You know, I always felt like I got screwed on the whole like accent thing because there's so many cool accents out there like if you're scottish like dude if you're scottish you're immediately awesome yeah like like if you, if you were scottish like sean connery 
you're immediately – or even groundskeeper Willie, I don't care who the hell you are. If you have a legitimate Scottish accent, you Mr. are – Mr. Burns! You are you are awesome. You are awesome. By the way, I need to – we need to address something. Yes. And we need to talk about this right now. Oh, address. I thought you said undress. Sorry. Well, that's normally what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> what I do is I normally say, why don't we skirt the issue? <laughs> For the, the world is not enough. Why oh, don't we Bond. Skirt the issue? James, oh, James Bond. Bond. Dude, by the way, the, I'm sorry, but the world is not enough. At the end of the movie, when Pierce Brosnan's like, well, I always thought Christmas only comes once a year. Dude, that that rules. I don't care. Because Denise Richards. I always played, wanted to have Christmas in Turkey. Yeah, yeah. Denise Richards plays Dr. Christmas Jones, and it's just amazing. But anyway, um, now I don't remember what I was going with. Um, <laughs> I forgot, damn it, what I was saying. Sorry. All it's, right. It, so it, we were talking originally happened. about heavy metal movies. Like, Oh, I about- remember what I was going to say. Okay, go ahead. So I gotta I have to address this, and I'm only addressing it because I was waiting for a night that Rex was drunk enough that I could Uh-oh. say it. Uh oh. I gotta tell you, there was a time in this show that when we would record it, I would ask our listeners to send us naked pictures of their old. Oh lady. god, here we no, go. No, 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 no. But I have to say something about this. I am not just soliciting boobs. That's not what I'm doing right now. I once. want you to know that, like, seriously, like, three years ago, I don't remember, it was a few years ago, three or four years ago, one of our listeners was like, you know what I'm going to do? Here's what I'm going to do. I think that Rex and Duff deserve to see boobies. And what he did was he got his old lady to take some really amazing pictures of her, well, let's be fair, incredible boobies. And they sent them to us. So what do I do? When I see a pair of boobs like this, I, I got to jump on that thing. And I messaged her immediately. Here's the funny part. We've become like, like I swear to God, I've talked to her every day since then. Like we legitimately like become like practically best friends at this point. That's my point. When you send us the boobies, you're not just like sending us boobies. You are becoming our friends and you're becoming someone that we care about so just remember that i mean legitimately one of my best friends is entirely because of a pair that was sent to us and and i think that's incredible (laughs) no i'm dead serious i am straight up dead serious i i could not be more I, i i'm it could not be more true but it hasn't happened in a long time because our current listeners are like, well, they don't need to see our old lady's boobies. Yes, we do. I mean, it's got to be consensual. Don't, like, give her a roofie and take pictures. <laughs> but, but, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, you know, I mean, like, it, it, some things are just. <laughs> anyway. That's my point. <laughs> um, so that's uh, your whole point. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to talk about that um, <laughs> uh, because I like I'm re- I'm 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 flat out saying it's it, dude. What was a lot? Dude, we had a listener who sent us like a bunch of naked pictures of his old lady, but she was like strapping a Harley. Like, dude, she was. You know what I'm talking about? Like, she was. Yes, awesome. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, she was awesome. I was like, dude. 
where is this woman? Why is she not on my face? But if she's not, at least I'm glad you sent me pictures of her. Like, it was amazing. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, my point is I became very good friends with somebody because of the boobies. And I just want everybody to know, like, it's, you're not, you're not just doing it to become like, you know, addition to the spank bank. Because, dude, I've been watching porn since I was like five. I have enough. But sometimes magical things happen. I just wanted to say it. Anyway, let's move on with the conversation. <laughs> conversation. Um, oh. I don't know where I was. Uh, probably deep. I don't no, know. We were like, talking something about uh, something about metal and and movies and 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 something. I don't know. Um, but you know. We were talking about we were talking about Airheads originally to start, and you and I are both drinking pretty heavily here. By the way, I gotta say, I'm drinking Everclear with with Mountain Dew Summer Freeze. And for those of you who don't like, it's like crystal I, gravy at this point, come on. Dude. Well, no, but Summer Freeze, I got I gotta say this. For those of you who live here in the states, we have these things called Bomber Pops. Do you ever have a Bomber? You know Bomber yeah, Pops, right? The red, the white, red, and blue, blue popsicles. Man. Yeah. So this Mountain Dew Summer... By the summer, way, the, the, the ones that are like Ninja Turtles are the best ones. But either way, okay. the red, white, and blue Bomber Pops, this Mountain Dew is actually flavored like those Bomber Pops, and those used to be an addiction for me. So needless to say, this is a seasonal mix, this this Mountain Dew, and when you pour Everclear into it, it is completely transparent. It's just li- literally like eating a alcoholic Bomber Pop, which is insane to Dude, me I'm because down. I'm going to die. I'm down. I'm yeah. Totally down. Yeah, yeah. So so I, I literally when this stuff like starts when 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 the summer starts to get close to an end, I'm going to like be one of those people who's running around buying every case I can find and and just getting ready. But that's well, what I'm drinking should. tonight. You know, we we used to have a segment on the show called What Are We Drinking? But we stopped it because it was like, well, Duff's drinking so whatever was on clearance that night. <laughs> and I was usually either drinking Coors Banquet or or like Brooklyn or some some some. By the way, Brooklyn's on my crap list now because they stopped bottling brown ale. So, bye bye Brooklyn. I'm peeling that sticker off and replacing it with Smiley's psychotic button. Um, but anyway, so that's neither here nor there. So this show's about two things: it's about metal and booze. I said booze and with boob- a Z. Oh, said, I, said I said with a Z. I said, said with a Z. You already talked about the other one. The booze. Yeah. So uh, we're. You know, there there used to be you know, there used to be actually another podcast called Heavy Metal and Boob Booze, not boobs, booze that started after us. And I've always thought about it. I've always been like it's kind of a coincidence that literally their format was exactly our format, only they had less creative well, name. Like 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 let's let, let's back up a minute on that. And I I am not gonna say anything bad about them because No, no, I don't awesome. know who they are. No, I don't either. But let let me point this out, like it's one of those things about our show where, like, the concept of our show is easy to replicate. The fact that we we kind of have our own brand and we're our own thing. Well, well what's the old catchphrase? Often imitated, never emulated or something? Often well, imitated, exactly. never duplicated, something like that? Like, no, long-time listener, first-time caller, love the show. But, like, uh, that's from, uh, God, I love that movie. Ever Gross care. Point Blank. Dude, come on. Gross Point Blank is awesome. It really, really, really is an amazing movie. Anyway. 
Um, no, it's part of our show, though. Like, we have a, a, the meat. A, what's that? I said, you said we have, and I said the meat. We, we've got the meat. You know, um, and we've got armadillos in our trousers. Um, By the way, <laughs> as a side note to that joke, did you hear that there was a body found in the Arby in an Arby's freezer somewhere here in the states? <laughs> and somebody tweeted, "I guess that's what they mean when they say we have the meat. We never just said it was limited to beef." <laughs> well, Continue. All I gotta say is, uh, uh <laughs> always remember <laughs> salmon, the other pink meat. <laughs> oh, I'm a dick. Anyway, God, I if you stuck you. with us to this point of this 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 madness, all I gotta say, look, if you if you're if you've tuned out, and if you started saying, "Wow, this is nonsense," wait until this weekend, or wait until you have a night off, have a few drinks, then tune back in. It'll be like drinking with your buddies. And I repeat again, come to New York City. Come see Wasp. Come see Armored Saint. Hang out. Have a good time. We're going to metal bars. We are going no, really, to li- like, like, really, really make plans. We are going to. Man, we're we're gonna we're gonna like we're like gonna we're, we're not going to the show and saying, "Well, that was fun." We're going home. No, we're going to destroy Manhattan. Oh God, we are gonna make Manhattan our. Well, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Am I allowed to say that? Dude, we're gonna we're gonna do more than we're gonna paint the town metal. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, the things we're gonna do to Manhattan and Brooklyn. I I I I I. It's just, I shudder it's to bad. think. I shudder to think. Oh man, if I were Brooklyn, I'd feel bad. I was like, damn it, we're out of beer now. We ain't getting enough. <laughs> anyway. If you want, we actually had some stuff written down to talk about. I'll piss on the, the piss on the picks of the week. We we both kind of came up with picks of the week. Neither one of us really listened to the whole record. So let's just move <laughs> move that miserable pile of. Let's just move on. Well, look, I I, I I'll talk about my pick of the week next Go for week. It. Literally, no, no, I'm gonna say next week because I got the record in the mail at like 7 p.m. and I I listened to. A couple of the songs on it, but I did not give it a fair listen because I was when it came, I was listening to um, the Legacy by Testament. And when I have a record on my turntable, I have a strict rule about taking it off before it's finished. You know, because you know you need to be finished before you get off, right? You don't get off before you're finished. <laughs> Just remember, <laughs> sex is like Chinese dinner. It ain't over till you both get your cookies. Well, no, you don't. You don't I take off. I love that movie, by the way. I love that movie. You don't take off until it's finished, right? Like, and 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 in, in, in order to be finished, you need to make sure both sides are finished, right? You can't just drop off when side one is done. You got to make sure side one gets finished too. So I didn't listen to it because I had Testament: The Legacy on my turntable. Um, I didn't have time to listen to it tonight. Um, but I will give a full report next week. I will say that I listened to two of the tracks, and I loved them. Um, but we'll talk about that more next week. But I will say, look, um, you know, I I got to say that when you talk about movies and you talk about rock and stuff like that, um, 
Airheads jumps into my mind. Wayne's World jumps into my mind. Detroit Rock City is a, in my opinion, Detroit I, Rock City is an underappreciated gem. No, it is, and we saw it in theaters, and like we on did. opening day, I have not seen that movie in a long time. I just watched it the other day, and I got to be I honest love, with you, I, I love the movie. It's just been a long time, dude. Again, it's another one of those movies that reminds me of us being teenagers going to see shows. Like we would be broke, you and I were broke, and we'd cobble together money to go see these shows. And you know, you were occasionally a male stripper to get. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if if uh, if uh, what's uh, all her I gotta name? say is you're gonna need a long lens. If, if what's her name? Uh, shoot, um, Gene Simmons' wife. Yeah, what's uh, her name? What's her name? She's a Playboy playmate. How do you not know this? How do you not like immediately um, um, know um, this? Um, uh, Shannon, uh, Shannon I, Tweed. I, uh, Shannon Tweed. Yeah, we're right. If Shannon Tweed propositioned you, you'd be like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like, uh, how many women propositioned me that I didn't say yes? <laughs> I mean, like, 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 pretty much, it's like a one-to-one ratio of women proposition duff to women duff boned. Like, it's it's pretty much like a one-to-one ratio. Um, I mean, like, I'm not like I know Ron Jeremy. Like, okay, by the way. I'm not supporting every bad thing I've heard about Ron Jeremy. Let's be clear. But Ron Jeremy, like, bagged a 70-year-old woman. And when someone asked him why, he was like, because when I'm 70, I hope someone bangs me. Like, like, congratulations, dude. So, no, I've never had someone who qualified, someone on AARP tell me they wanted to bang me. So I've never had to been in a position where I'd feel bad and do it. But pretty much it's a one-to-one ratio. Like, if you want to bone the dove... The Duff is probably going to bone the person who asked. I mean, they got to be a woman, but, you know, I, past that, like, they can't be beard. They, they can't have a bigger beard than me. Pretty much, that's my requirement. In case we're curious. God, I, I miss, I, I got to tell you, I admit that the show got a little off the rails back in the early seasons, and I'm glad that we aren't going back there. But, dude, I miss, let's get schlossed and let's get schlitz and just have a good time. Um, um, but yeah, seriously. Okay, so so Airheads is awesome. Wayne's World is awesome. Let me. I, I want to talk about something that we did write down because I'm curious about how we think about it. There's a YouTube video that circulates. It is called "What Your Favorite Band Says About You." The video is actually really cool, and and I, and I really do like it, but. I think it's a funny topic to think about. Like, for example, if you're a Rush fan, you're a nerd. Like, like, come on, dude. Well, no, if your favorite band is Rush, you're a nerd. And the last time you got laid, it probably didn't happen because your mom was too busy making you grilled sandwiches. You know what I mean? But, like, I love this topic. I, I love it. So, so like, like. On there, your favorite band is Cannibal Corpse. Like, what what the hell does that say about you? I don't know. Now versus a million years ago, it's a different conversation. 30 years ago, if your favorite band was Cannibal Corpse, you were a badass. Now it's probably you shop at Target. <laughs> probably shop at Target. I well, well let me let me okay. Actually, let me piggy let me let me kind of Go 
me, let me take a, 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 a turn from this question. Do you... Actually, this is a really good question. And you and I kind of talked about this earlier. Do you have a favorite band? I'm asking you. Oh, you're asking me, like, I'm currently, do I have a favorite band? I am absolutely asking you. <sighs> I mean, my favorite band changes from day to day. Oh, that's me part too. of the problem. Um, if you're asking me today, right now, right now, do I have a favorite band? It's hard to say. Um, if you would have asked me, like, six months ago, you know, I would have said Havoc, or, you know, a year ago, I would have said Havoc. Um, you know, my, my safe choice is usually Cannibal Corpse. And the reason I say Cannibal Corpse is because I generally like their entire catalog from front to back. Um, now, now if you break it down even further and say, well, who's your favorite thrash metal band? Anthrax. Um, who's your favorite death metal band? Probably Corpse. Um, who's your black metal band? Immortal. Um, Who's your favorite, like, doom metal band? Probably either Candlemas or Trouble. You know, like, one of those, you know, like, I, 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 there's no surprises here. Look, I know a lot of people like to say, who's your favorite death metal band? They like to pull something out of their ass that's like, I like the band uh, Testicular Goat Fetus. Like, yeah, like the band sure. Vaginal Discharge. It's like, yeah. come on. Sure. Okay, cool. That's cool. That's Dude, cool actually, for you. No, let, let, Look, come on. It would be goat vaginal discharge. Well, that's what I said. Testicular right. goat fetus. You know, whatever. It'd be, it'd be goat testicular cancer or whatever. Like, yeah. So that's look, badass. That would actually testicular be goat cancer. Like, whatever. Goat testicular cancer. Whatever. Look, that's cool for you. I appreciate that. Look, I'm not out to prove anything to anybody. And that, that's a funny thing. When I was assembling my battle vest, at first, you know, I had an original battle vest, which I disassembled. And then I made a new one because I was bored. It was a pandemic. I wasn't going to concerts. I'm like, what the hell? The hell with it. I'll, I'll rip apart my old one, make a new one. Um, you know, and, and, and I looked at it and I'm like, oh, I got to put that band. I got to put that. And then eventually I thought, I'm like, wait, I don't have to prove anybody. I'm too old to prove to anybody, prove anything to anybody. If anybody comes up to me and says, name five songs by that band, I'm going to give them five across the eyes and mm. say, shut the hell up. I was probably listening I to this music five while you run your like mother's yesterday. teat. I literally you know? said five across the eyes yesterday. That's funny. That yeah, five across well, that's an Al Bundy phrase. No, I know. So I'm I'm gonna give him five across the eyes and say, dude, I was listening to this music while you were still at your mother's teeth. I was on my on fifth grade teeth. trip. I was on my fifth grade trip listening to Megadeth before you were a stain on the mattress under your mama. You know what I mean? Like, so don't don't give me this crap. Um but you know, so my favorite band changes. Um and, and it depends on the genre, but overall, I generally say, who's your favorite band? I'm going to say Cannibal Corpse, only because Cannibal Corpse has yet to release something that's pissed me off or disappointed me. Like, Cannibal Corpse has released stuff that I've said, all right, well, you know, like, Violence Unimagined was an awesome album, but it was like, eh, it's Cannibal Corpse. Do they have a bad album? The answer is no. No, exactly. Slayer Repentless was a pile of crap. Oh, yeah. No, so it's, it's, it's hogwash. So am I going to say Slayer? No, because why? Repentless is a pile of crap. It was Kerry King trying to do his best, best Jeff Hanneman impression, and I stand behind that. If you like Repentless, good for you. Awesome. I'm not going to disrespect you. You're allowed to like Repentless. 
I'm not saying you can't. I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm saying I do not. Um, so Cannibal Corpse is usually my go-to. Um, like, but but again, if you ask me, my genre thrash, Anthrax, uh, and I'm not gonna pick some like band out of my ass that's like four people have heard of because I want to look cool. Right. No, right. I'm gonna no, say Anthrax. I'm gonna say Immortal. I'm gonna say Cannibal Corpse. Why? They're the top band for a reason. You know, and that's not my only rationale, but I'm saying I'm not going to say, oh, well, I can't say Cannibal Corpse because then people think I'm a poser because everyone knows Cannibal Corpse, but not everyone knows anal, anal goat cancer discharge spooge. Butt drippings. No, yeah, butt drippings. You know, what's funny is like, I'm actually the opposite. We're like, I typically, when someone asks me my favorite band, I'll be like, I don't know, Iron Maiden. I say that so I don't have to explain that my favorite band is probably not that famous. Like, I put a lot of I've put a lot of thought into this. My favorite band is probably Fate's Warning. Fart's Warning. Because I actually I actually love every Fate's Warning album. I don't love every Iron Maiden album. I don't love every Metallic album. I don't love every Rush album. Like. I le- absolutely, legitimately love the entire Fate's Warning career. They're super important band to me. But I don't, typically when I'm asked, who's your favorite band? Fate's Warning, who are they? Damn it, I have to explain it. So I say Iron Maiden. I, I don't know. Is Fate's Warning my favorite band? I don't know. I'm a huge King's X fan. But in fairness, I love King's, up, King's X up to, like, Tapehead. And after that, I'm like, these are good records, but I'm not going to, like, obsess over them and listen to them all the time. Fate's warning I'm kind of that way with their whole career. But I don't damn know. Like it, it's it's I've known people who had legitimate well, we don't talk about Dave Matthews fans because they're a whole other group of dips craps. But like <laughs> it's it's weird. Like I don't know if I ever had a legitimately favorite band. I mean, maybe I did. Maybe not. I don't know. But it's weird to me. Like, there are plenty of people that have, like, mega, this is my favorite band. Awesome. I'm with you. That's cool. But I really don't. I really don't. And I agree with you that it depends on the day. My safe answer is Iron Maiden. My probably better answer is Fate's Warning. King's X a good answer, but... Really, it's probably Fate's Warning. Maybe. But I don't damn know. That's God, that's such a hard question. Like, when I... People ask me that, and dude, I hate... I utterly hate that question. Who's your favorite band? Uh, that wasn't me licking. Like, seriously, like, what's the answer? I don't know. I, I would love to say probably half of our listeners, you know, one of you, is not really... It's the same way where they just they, they just like, dude, I like 10 bands. And then there's probably half of our listeners who are like, I love metal, but there's one band. They're my thing. They're, they're my band. By the way, like, like do you, okay, Rex, I, I just said something accidentally and I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. Do you have any bands where you feel like, I don't know, they're yours? We're like, oh, hey, that's my band. What I mean by that is, like, there's a band that's not all that popular, maybe, but you feel like almost 
some sort of connection to it. Like, oh, they're kind of like my little band that no one else knows about. Do you have any that way? Um, like, like Fate's Warning for me. Dude, they're not a band that no one knows about. They're just a band that weren't as nearly as popular as they should have been. So, like, for me, I feel like Fate's Warning is one of my little, a band in my pocket. Like, oh, man, I love this band. They're in my pocket. I know most of you haven't heard of them, but I, 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 I love it, and I stroke it, and I call it George. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, <laughs> that's Fate's Warning to me. I mean, King's X, yes, but more Fate's Warning. I'm just um, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's hard for me to think of a lot of the bands I like as my my thing because a lot of the bands I like are generally well known. Um, you know, off the top of my head, no, because. And, and, you know, like you say about Fate's Warning, you kind of accept them as yours or whatever. Um, but with me, I, maybe it's because I'm not thinking about them right or not thinking about them as mine. I generally don't see any bands as being like my little pocket of the universe. Now, I will say if you step outside of the genre of metal, I might be able to name a couple. But in the genre of metal, I'd say probably the only band that even comes close and again, like you said about Fate's Warning, it's probably The Haunted. Um, That's a off good the top of my head. You know what? Dude, what the hell is with that band that no one talks about them? Well, that's exactly it. Like, The Haunted released The Haunted. The Haunted made me do it. They released One Kill Wonder. But generally speaking, after One Kill Wonder is where I depart from them because they, they started uh. really releasing some weird stuff. Or witchery, I will say witchery is another one, but they're related to the haunted. I think Jensen's in both bands. Um, you know, there, there's a couple bands where I will say, obviously, other people like them because why? If they didn't, then they wouldn't exist, and they wouldn't still be releasing albums. But when I think of bands that I like, you know, that's like, what like, I think like, of. Like, I think of like a band that you nurture. Like they were your band that you found out about them and they weren't popular and just kind of the like, haunted that that would be yeah, it. the no, haunted I, or yeah. witchery for me. I agree. Yeah, the haunted for sure. I like I love their second record. The first one's good, the third one's good, but the second record to me made me do it is like, where did this come from? How is this album so good? But seriously, how how is the haunted's made me do it that good? The band is good, but the band is not as good as that album. I'm sorry. Do you, do you ever see that where like you're like a band is not as good as the re one record? I feel that way about the Haunted. Like the Haunted is a good band. Made me do it is a phenomenal record. Even There's one kill wonder is a band that is as good as maybe do it. What's that? Anything with Marco Aro is awesome. I even like when Marco Aro came back and he did. Uh, Oh, I can't remember the name of the album right now, but it was Trend Killer was on it. I loved that album. I know you you weren't a big fan of it, but I love that album. Marco yeah, Aro. Well, I just I wasn't. I, uh, their third record was okay. Well, no, that it didn't had, have Marco Aro on it. No, like, no, 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 no. The third record was okay. I'm just saying. With S Head and and uh, but but God pretty Puppet. much they are a one album band for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. There are a couple of them. We, I are was, there? we were fortunate enough. We saw them with Marco Aro when they toured with Cannibal Corpse on the Spring Neck Break tour. No, I know. Um, 
All right. Well, actually, you know what? That 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 sparks another thing I want to ask you. Okay. And I do not expect you to come up with these off the top of your head. How do you feel about one album bands? Like like you're like I don't really like this out al- this band, but holy crap, one album. Or like one maybe it's one song, but one album. You know who's like that for Oh, sorry. You know who's like that for me? Pissed Who's that? Oh god. Oh my god. Because Grey Flap's the best song ever written. Yeah. Excuse me if I'm wrong. Because I need some encouragement. Thank, Thank you, you for, for being so, so bold. The best song ever. So catch me when I fall. Yeah. Dude, that's the best. If you've never heard the song Grey Flap by Piston before they became Piston, it is such a great song. Screw that band. I don't care. That song is amazing. One of my best friends from back home in Erie, Pennsylvania, I met because of that song. Like, seriously, like, like someone who I feel is that one of the closest people to me I've ever had is because of that song. Like, it's crazy good. It's crazy good. Gray Flap, pissed on. But I don't even know if I like that album. I just like that song. Well, that's what I mean. I don't know another song by that band, but that song will carry that band for me. Can I, I say would the go cold see white that light by the cold white light by Sentenced? Today, I would go see Piston just to see that song. You know the album, the, the Cold White Light by uh, by Sentenced. Yeah, I'm not into that band. That album's amazing. Excuse me if I kill myself. I kill myself. Hell. I blow my brains blow onto my the brains walls. Onto See you in hell. You, you know, I, dude, that whole album. Well, actually, that's not true. I will the say end, this the though. It gets a little slow. But. Their cover of "Creep" originally by Radiohead is awesome. I, I actually really? am not a big fan of Radiohead. I'm actually not a fan at all of Radiohead, but no, their cover suck. of "Creep" is awesome. You're so. Special, cause I'm a creep. I love that song. Cause I'm a creep. I actually hate that song, but no, I agree with you. Like a cool. Their cover, cover is good, regardless. Well, a good cover is a good cover. It is. I mean, I mean, how many times have we said before? Like, some covers are just. Well, there, there's always songs that are meant to be someone else's. <laughs> you know, like all along the Watchtower was meant to be for Hendrix. Wasn't intentional. Come on, feel the noise. Yeah, Slade's cool, but dude, come on, it's quiet right. Um Once Bitten Twice Shy, it's a cover. Listen to the original and like, meh, Great White plays it. It's like, oh my god, this song rules. I said my 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 and Bobby Brown, not the guy who not the hip hop singer, but the other Bobby Brown. Not the Chick from Stranger Things, but the other Bobby no, Brown. <laughs> the one from the Cherry Pie video. <laughs> yeah, that Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah. Dude, cherry swing pie it to the Bobby. left and swing it to the right. Think about baseball. Swinging all night. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna swing with your daughter no more. <laughs> she I, I love that part of the song. Cherry I'm like, pie. Like, I love that part of the song. I ain't gonna swing, swing with your daughter, with daughter no, more. no more. I was like, that's cool. I'm gonna. But yeah. <laughs> that's be, cool. Let's be I'm fair. Gonna. She's got a pair. I'm doing it. You know. Brr. I will say this. Here's another band you would talk about me about 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 this. The band Harlot. First They're of all, so I will. Good. Hang They're on. So hang on. Good. I will say this. 
I love the band Harlot. I love the ba- the album Extinction. I love their in Detrius of I I, I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. The the song Idle Minded is awesome, but I will say this. The song and Darkness Brings the Light. Holy crap. Dude, if you've never listened to that song, listen to it. It will be a permanent part of your any playlist you create. Darkness and Darkness Brings the Light is like seriously you could erase their entire career and just lean it on that song and it will stand up. Cuz that standing song, Hampton, like seriously, it's a straight up standing Hampton. It's, it's a standing Hampton song. Yeah, like we should we should it's refer to that. It's a skippy whipping track. It is. And darkness brings the light. Holy crap! And now, and dude, they're small enough. So I posted that I was listening to this album. They liked the comment. They liked the they liked the post and said thanks for listening. Like they're cool. Like if you've never Are listened you cool, to Extinction man? by Harlot, <laughs> listen cool, to it man? because it's a great album. They're a great band. They're Australian. And in darkness brings the light will turn you on immediately. Uh, uh, it's just such a crazy good song. Every like that's one of those songs, and, and and I don't know if you have these songs too. And darkness brings the light is one of those songs to me that when it comes on when I'm sitting in my car and I pull into my driveway, I have to sit in my driveway until it's over. Because it's so good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously, it's that good. It is. Is that good? Um, anyway, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at more. Like uh, I'm looking for more. I'm I'm going through my playlists and stuff, uh, looking for those like key songs. Um, Lacuna Coil, Swamped. Well, like L- Kamalize is a great album. It is. Like I'm not really. Their cover of "Enjoy the Silence" was insane too. It was I gotta so tell you, good. That, that is a band that I wish I liked more because I, I I think they're amazing and I'm just not really into it. Yeah, I agree. Lacuna Coil is one of those bands where they've done some awesome stuff, but not enough to make me like really into them. And again, that's not a criticism. Again, by the way, I, I want to put this out there. When we say we're not into a band, we're not crapping on the band saying, oh, you shouldn't listen to them, blah, 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 blah. Look. You're, you know, I've met so many people. Hey, I love this band. That's cool. Listen to them, not into them. Because you're not into them is not taking a crap on a band. Saying, hey, Comalize is an awesome album. Comalize is an awesome album. Great. I don't like anything else. Uh, Lacuna, no, no, Lacuna no, no. Coil the right did. answer is great. Great. <laughs> I don't like anything the else DSI. Lacuna Coil did. Okay. I love Lacuna Coil. Awesome. Keep listening to them. Doesn't mean I hate Maria Scabia. No, because she's how could because she's awesome. How could you hate her? She's like uh, the, the 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 cutest little Italian. I mean, she's amazing. Yeah, and 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 I, by the way, As, I don't say that in like the she's I like the coolest. The she's like the coolest metal. Uh, uh, like she's like the coolest Italian metal chick next to like uh, 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 Mia Winter Wallace. Well, like, 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 let me say this. Like, I don't mean it in like the I want to humper in the dumper way. Like, I she's just she's well, a cute little happy. I mean thing. both, but no, but you know what I mean, Lo? She, she's just she's lovable. Well, no, you know, she's there, there's cool. some people that just are that way, and she is that way. Well, no, and, she's and, cool. And, like, and, she's legit, and that's the other thing too. She's real. She's authentic. She's not like she's not one of those singers that fell into metal because she's like, oh, I want to sing, and what's a genre that upset? Oh, no, she's legit. She's real. She's one of us. Like you always say that too. 
Like, you always talk about, like, when people post, like, oh, they're one of us. Like, if Maria, if, 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 if Lacuna Coil was to break up tomorrow, Maria wouldn't stop liking metal. She's like Floor Jansen. Like, right, Floor right, Jansen, right. dude, nothing made me happier than when Floor, than when, uh, I think it was. By, by the way, five, by the way, I was wondering why my head was not messing, was, was screwing with me. Her name's Christina Scabia. It's been screwing with me in my head. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I was like, who's Maria? It's Christina You're Scabia. right. You're a Christina Scabia. From, from, I, from, I apologize. I no, may no, have no. made that mistake. It's okay. My brain was... Uh, dude, I haven't drinking. Dude, yet. I'm drinking Everclear. Leave me alone. Um, You know, for instance, uh, I will say this. Like, nothing made me happier than when uh, Five Finger Death Punch canceled, and they couldn't play a Meta- one of the Metallica concerts, so they brought Floor Jansen in. And she did the Phantom of the Opera with the, with the opera singer from uh, from that yeah Hank uh, Hank Port right Hank Port or something I don't know if she brought Hank Port but she brought somebody yeah well Hank Port is awesome well but either way nothing made me happier than when I found that out because that is freaking awesome like I would have loved to be honest with you if they would have had Floor Jansen on that tour. Instead of Five Finger Death Punch, I might have actually bought the ticket because I would have actually liked to have seen Floor Jansen more than sleeping through Five Finger Death Punch. Maybe. To me, I would have. Now, there's some of you out there who probably do like shoving a can of Monster up your ass to see Five Finger Death Punch. probably true. Like, 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 dude, I mean, I understand some dudes are like, hey, you know what I need? I need a can maybe, of monster up my ass. Yeah, I like like maybe I need some coffee, some coffee. Maybe I need some McDonald's. Maybe I need you know what? I really need a cup of coffee. We Go really get me need a, a cup, cup of joke. Of joke. You, know you see that really monster need... can over there? Can Dude, that's a favor. That. See that yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me drink it first. No, 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 don't drink it. In fact, I want it shoved directly up my ass. Like Excuse me, I I'd mean, like a can of monster. Well, here's your monster. Oh, can you put it directly up my ass? <laughs> <laughs> directly, directly up your candy, ass, your Rudy <laughs> P candy ass. But then, while while they're doing it, you have to go. <laughs> <laughs> Why you hot on? You, you hot on, dude? Dude, come on, man. Tollbooth Willie. Toll, like like Adam Sandler's first two records were like everything the '90s was meant to be. <laughs> you freaking hot on? You, you hot on? It's not my feather. <laughs> Now, should I? Do you want the money or shove, shove the quarters directly in your fat ass? <laughs> <laughs> and your lesbian fish eating friends. Dude, it's so good. I'll cotton fist you with a Louisville slug. <laughs> Louisville <laughs> effing slug. Dude, You're going to die. Awesome. I'm coming out of the booth. <laughs> dude, dude, I, I got to tell you, though, I cannot take a piss without going, oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, we are off the rails. You got to wash your ass. All I any, say any, was, anytime I poop, I have to say, who does number two work for? <laughs> who does number two work for? Dude, I'm a huge fan of Tom Arnold. Let's be fair. Bite your lip and give it hell. <laughs> like, We're going to hu- get through this. <laughs> <laughs> That's because what you want a courtesy flush? Dude, you know what the most you phrase I've ever heard Tom Arnold say is? Oh, I can't even imagine. There's a million. No, no, the most you phrase I've heard Tom Arnold say is, dude, when I got divorced, she took the ice cube trays out of the freezer. What kind of sick bitch takes the ice cube trays out of the freezer? 
That is the most like, like, you phrase I've ever heard in my life. The, the, the part about that that's so awesome is being called, what kind of sick bitch. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, I would phrase that, like, what kind of sick bitch would, you know, would empty the ketchup bottle? <laughs> like, what kind of sick bitch would take the ice cube trays out of the freezer? That is so you with something funny. By the way, they're making Beetlejuice 2, and I asked if you you were hired as a consultant. Nice effing model. <laughs> Dude, I mean, come on. I'm when not he, exposing when like that girl, that pervert down there. And you're like. Like I said, man, every time I go back home, I tell people, <laughs> the pervert is back. The pervert. No, announce the pervert's back. Well, that's what I said. I said, when you come to the city, you're going to go to Larry Flint's house. They're going to be like, oh, excuse me. Um, you, you mean need my the, place the, of residence? The Duff <laughs> VIP room. I was gonna say, do you mean my? Place They're gonna dust off your throne, <laughs> dude. Come on, dude. I'm a noted pornographer. Let's just be fair, <laughs> dude. Larry Flynn would be like, "Excuse me, Duff's coming. We need to, we need to like clean the place up and tidy right? up a little bit." I'm serious. I'm serious. Minus, minus Courtney Love and her bush. Like, I just can't do it. But otherwise, dude. That, I'm sorry. Like Courtney Love in the pool. I just can't do it. You know, like Heather Graham and her bush. That was awesome. Well, that was a, that was a, uh, whatchamacallit. That was, that a, was a wig. That was a wig. I don't know <laughs> if they call it a wig. I don't know. Like, like, like what do you call like, like super toupee hair? I call it a wig. A toupee. A, I don't know. Any way you look at it, like she had curly bush and I was down for it. But like, <laughs> God, this is horrible. This is the worst episode. But dude, you, you, you would have totally been Jack Horner. Are we going to F? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. And you would have just sat there with your cigar like. <laughs> wow. This episode is HMH classic. Dude, I am so glad because, dude, I have missed like our yes bone movies and like our catchphrases. Well, I dude, miss our catchphrases. I, I gotta say, like, look, I'm fine with the Rex and Duff doing this stuff. Um, it was the other two guys I had a problem with. Um, we started talking about airheads, and somehow we're talking about Boogie Nights. Lucas, <laughs> <laughs> Boogie Nights is all, dude. Come on, the scene with the the best scene of that movie, and everybody knows it. <laughs> this is a Motor giant. In. Well, what's your price? <laughs> I, I thought it was. This is a giant. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but then again, I guess for the host of the heavy metal hangover, that's just you know what we're used to hearing. <laughs> this is a giant. <laughs> no, actually, I think the best scenes of those movies is William H Macy. What the f are you doing? What are you doing? Well, they're like they had William H Macy. <laughs> Married and, and the, to the woman who taught Ron Jeremy how to lick it. Yeah, married to where married to uh uh oh my god, Nina Hartley. Nina Hartley taught Ron Jeremy how to lick it. Dude. Which, which by the way, for the record, if you were listening to this show and you're you're a dude and you're like, man, I like I found the right woman and I really want to lick it properly. Sam Kennison makes it perfect. He just tells you to lick the alphabet. The like, alphabet. If you've never seen Sam Kinison tell you to lick the alphabet, a, b, you know, like look it up, man. Your old lady will be appreciative of it. In Nothing's fact, she, funnier than oh, you thought that fat guy was real funny. Like ow, 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 ow. Like let, let's just be fair. Like here's what I want you to do. I want everybody listening to this show. Tell your old lady something nice. Buy her some chocolates. Get her some roses. Lick the alphabet on her, and get her to a point where she's like, you know what I should do. 
I should let the heavy metal hangover see my boobies. That's what I, that's what I that's what I want. Look like everybody's happy. I get to see boobies. She gets to, you know, blow it on your face and he gets to lick it and he might even get the favor returned. This is literally the best scenario ever. Do you see what I'm getting at? Showing your old lady's boobies to the heavy metal hangover will make your life better, make her life better, and will quite frankly bring us closer to world peace. Who's the old lady? That's my, That's old, my lady. old lady. I don't know, man. Um, dude, uh, I really wish I had more to drink. I am. I do. I have plenty. <laughs> I am at that point where I'm like, I don't have more of the liquor. Um, I do. Which I will and I do. I barely know her. Which I will do. Um, and I won't tell her my real name. Anyway, dude, okay, so we're at a point where I think it's time we get out of here before we just go down the road of more hogwash and stupidity and we just get people to whip their, whip their skippies way too much. I think we should stop. I think it's about that time. But, man, I've been looking forward to this episode for a while. Like, really looking forward to an episode like this for a while. It's It's just, you know what I mean? Like, fun is fun. And then there's this. Anyway, so it's time we get out of here. I'm going to go eat something because I'm hungry. I would drink more if I had it. But I don't. And it's okay. So, look, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, the Heavy Metal Hangover. L yes. Let us know what you think. Talk to us. Tell us, hey, I want you to listen to Blah, and we'll listen to it. Or, most importantly, old lady boobies pictures send us. Um, but seriously, like, no. I, I, I'm, and he I'm doesn't mean old lady like... No, I don't mean old, old ladies. Lady. I don't. I don't mean like like in. Um, <laughs> I don't mean. I don't mean Billy Madison. <laughs> you know what I mean. I don't. I'm not talking women. Old, women over eighty. I'm talking. If you are listening to the show, the woman you're humping, we want to see him. That's all I'm saying. I say. Well, I say you're old lady in a tier in a term of endearment. But let's just be fair. As long as she's loose, I'll take the pictures. But um, anyway. No joke, all joking aside, let us know if you have any ideas for listener picks or you just want to talk about something. We're, we're always looking for an idea on the show. We had stuff written down, and we ended up just talking about airheads and boot. It's fine. It's been a good time. So I'm ready to get out of here. Rex, do you have anything you want to add before we go? Anything I'd have to say would be nothing of value. Well, anything is nothing of value as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, thanks for listening. I'm going to get out of here and go drink some more. My name is Doc. My name is Rex, I think. I think. And we will see you another time. I don't know. Whatever. Next week on another episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover. Congratulations for actually making it all the way through this episode of the Heavy Metal Hangover. With your beer-guzzling, head-banging hosts, Rex and Doc. <laughs>